evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion Live Stream, episode number 252, the 7th of March, 2020. I'm your first host, Alex Garthod Marsh, and with me as always is Brett Heathen Dog Marissa. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. Uh, today is going to be a strange day. Going to be a humdinger. Humdinger, humdinger of a day. Wow. Uh, speaking of humdinger of a day, my son today has gone to his first sleepover. Oh, so he's first not ever. in the house. Not in the house. He's like three blocks away with a whole bunch of other kids at a sleepover. Now, this could go great, or it could be a unmitigated disaster. Could be a midnight call. Yes, could there could be a midnight call, someone crying, someone got hurt, or someone got scared, or something. I don't know. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm crossing my fingers on that one. As a matter of fact, you've got you've got lots of kids. What was the, what was your first sleepovers like? Fine. No problems at all with any of them. No. All right. Uh, we did have uh, where one of the cousins was staying over here, and they wanted to go home. Oh, okay. But never one where our kids were out. They they're happy not to be here. They're happy Crossing. to happy to be with their friends. Oh, that's fair. Yep. Hey, Mar Hawkman. Hey, Ravens. Uh, crossing F fee gets fingers. Hmm? Fingers. Oh, crossing fingers. Okay. Yes. And here we are interrupting your time where you could be spending it with someone special to you. Well, other that's than true. me. Other well, than you're you're pretty you're pretty special. I, I mean, am. You're right up there. I'm pretty, if nothing else. That's fair. Speaking of pretty things, on today's segments, he the dogs, he the dogma. Dragon Ball Super episodes three and four. Not three of four. Oh, that isn't of. See, my no, operands no. just went the wrong way. <laughs> That's okay. Three of four. Today we are doing the Future Trunks saga. I was going to do the Future Trunks saga in one segment, and then the the last saga, the the Universal Survival Saga, in the second segment. But then after I finished the first segment, I'm like, wow, that's 38 minutes. That's, uh, yep. We're that's not going to have another repeat. Yeah, we're not going to have another repeat of last week or last or time. It was an hour. Where, yeah, where I was doing like an hour and 15 minutes. So that's not happening. It's no, like, no, no. Yeah. Better split that up. Yep. Garthod, yes, Raven's Lair, I did get your anime recommendation. Hey, Garthod's comic poll. We're going to talk Wolverine number one, Spider Verse number six of six, and Black Cat number 10. And the RNG, we're talking about the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo, which has been released for free on the PlayStation 4. So you're yeah. going to get my impressions about it. Uh, spoiler alert, pretty much the same as everyone else who played it. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, totally different and unique take upon unique the subject. Take. That's right. Yeah. Garthon, the Death Seeker, has found three instances of... Nope, we're not going to say that. That was going to be bad. It was going to be horrible badness. <laughs> it was going to be demonetization and uh, kick off that. of Twitch. Don't do that. No. No, I, I have played through it. I will tell you my thoughts. I've actually played demo a couple times. It's, uh, well, we're, we'll talk about it then. It's right. worth playing. I'll tell you that much. Today's giveaways Little Witch Academia Chamber of Time. It's an anime adventure RPG. Uh, it's an action RPG that means you, uh, Click the button and it swings your weapon. Uh, very positive reviews about it. Looks I really liked the uh, the uh, short movie and the series. So, okay. 
Yep, it has uh, positive reviews. Very positive reviews. So it should be fun. Not a lot of fan service, though. So uh, sorry, Beldahar. Yeah. A minimum of 10 followers was entered to give away this key. Oh, geez. Look at that. So uh, Actually, I was getting stingy. That's, that's oh, fair. No. It's fair. I suppose, yeah. It is fun. All right, stream schedule, Sunday, 9 p.m. These are all in central time. Yes, they are. 9 p.m. Lunar Silver Star Trek Complete with Garthon. Playing that tomorrow. We're going to keep going, and uh, we'll try, be, try and think about what we've done. Monday? Well, let's just say that 11 a.m. on Mondays and Wednesday, it's seven days to die with the Heathen Dog and other viewers, so thank you for joining us that. And then at 8 p.m. on Monday, it's Dead by Daylight with the Heathen Dog. Where we have a 100% record of people not cheating. Well, boo. Uh, on Monday. On Monday. <laughs> the fluffy boys talking to the dog. Yeah, they sucked. Uh, and on Thursday at 8.30, Garth and Heathen Dog team up for Dead by Daylight at 8.30 p.m. Uh, where we uh, encountered quite a few cheaters last time. Yeah. A 33% chance of cheating. <laughs> I think it might have been slightly higher, but yeah, 33 bit, sounds right. Yeah. Those yeah. last few games was nothing but, oh, look, I know exactly where everyone is, no matter where yes. you go. As a matter of fact, our last game, we did a test. We had my fault run to the other side of the map. And after he had gotten the three of us, the, the killer immediately turned to where my fault was and started running directly at her. Yep. No way he could have known at, where she was. No, no way. No way. She was hiding in tall grass, had juked left and right throughout the entire going yep. across the map. There was no way unless he was cheating. So, Which he yeah. obviously was. Cheating. Obviously cheating. Yep. So, kind of ruins the fun when, some, when the killer is cheating. Or when anyone's it's cheating either. Right, yeah. So, 11 a.m. Friday, Deep Rock Galactic. Intergalactic planetary. Good time with that. Dwarves in space. Saturday. Digging. Go ahead. Just digging eight. and killing and dying. And dugging. Digging and dugging. Digging and dugging. Saturday, 8 p.m. Lazy with Weekly Live stream with Garth on a Heathen Dog. The best place to be Saturday night. Yer. That's why we're here. Three schedule on Leash with Two. The Deuce. Twitch.tv slash Leash with Two. Wednesday is the year of the JRPG continues. Legend of the Heroes Trails of the Sky. Max is playing through that. He's been having a good time so far, I think. It's been interesting watching his progress. And Thursday at 11 a.m. is Portal Nights with Max and Noro teaming up together. As you get to watch uh, people tell Noro to push Max off the edge, and she does, which is great. Also good. <laughs> and Friday at 11 a.m., Deep Rock Galactic. I'll leave with two. The dude. Co-stream with me. Co-stream. Team up, but sort of. Twitch, YouTube, social media, twitch.tv slash Myth is our primary channel. It's anime, comic games, Heathen Dogs, Team Ups, Garthons, Retro Games. Fun things there. Open a hole under him. Yeah. That's what he, that's what he did. To, I clipped it. Uh, he actually murdered Raven's Lair in Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, that's yeah, not he was cool. standing. He was standing on an edge. And he was, you know, just just chopping up at some at some uh, rocks above. And Maxi, I was chopping at the ledge and just right underneath his feet, opened it up and Raven's there fell to his death. Not cool. Not cool at all. Not cool. It's on purpose. Most likely. Leave with two. The Deuce. The second channel makes Leo still do your dearest RPG. Nora's variety streams. And for every thousand bits, they get donations. There is a game giveaway. 
So be That's there true. for that. YouTube.com slash LeishaMyth is where we put our individual highlight, LeishaMyth weekly live stream segment. Highlighted video game streams, record our tabletop RPG videos, and other such nonsense. Twitter, at LeishaMyth. Tweet us, we tweet you. We share information, live stream announcements, giveaway updates. We're not good at Twitter. Because mm. it's... There's better ways to give information. But it's good for getting out information. It's not fun for play on, I guess. That's not our thing. No. Not We're, not good. We're too old. We're too old. I don't need to see people's random brain droppings like, I love the smell of rain. Like, so what? I don't need to see you tweet that. This is what I'm eating for lunch on Tuesday. I don't care. Dar Doug says good for spam tardigrade duels. Yeah, that's what it's for. It's yeah, good. Fair. And we don't want, you know, we like looking at that, but there's a million things. Discord. Go to our Discord. It's the best place to chat with us. Be the first to know things. Share information. We have some fun stuff going on there, and we will actually respond to you. So, thank mm -hmm. you. And don't forget, we have all new Legion with gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Be cool in your Legion of Myth gear. Yes. Good job, Heathen Dog. You are 20% cooler just for having that. God, they, that means I'm 118% cool. That's amazing. Well, 118% of, you know, certain people's coolness. Ouch. Could be anybody. It could be anybody. <laughs> you determine who it is. Okay. Fonz. All right, the Fonz is pretty cool. Yeah. Until you learn how about who Henry Winkler is. Stop it. <laughs> uh, Patreon Illuminati level Gary and the Brian H. Sherry, thank you so much. We really do appreciate you on our patrons. Twitch, cheers. Top is on. Jamie Jen, John Paxlayer, top and gift subscriptions is it through Twitch is on. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate your donation to help keep us going, help us with our game giveaways, things like that. And we really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Review system. Half star. Horrible. Five star. Amazing. Disclaimer. Full screen. On disclaimer. It's important. It is important. The opinions and commentary expressed this episode belong solely to the individual commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to find a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted towards children under the age of 13. I may include the occasions of foul or offensive language. Just so you know, Legion Myth does not target anything towards children under the age of 13. That is not how we swing, you weirdos. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. If I was throwing a baseball, I wouldn't target someone under the age of 13. All right. <laughs> Follower giveaway. We need 10 followers to join in. Oh, here we are. That's I it. I don't think that's happening. You know, it's at, well, it's not right now, but I'm telling you, there's five viewers right now, but we just started. So what's going to happen is I'm going to start this giveaway. Exclamation point. point. Little witches. Just little witch. There's no as. All right. Little witch. Sorry. Little witch. Is that true? Uh, exclamation point. L yep. Little Done. witch. Yep. Little witch. Okay. Done exclamation point. Point. Little witch. Now, if, if we don't, if we're use this time some of you use this time to contact your friends tell them hey follow this channel jump on here and enter the giveaway so i have a chance to win this damn game be a real friend don't make a sock all puppet right? account i don't want to see you know maven slayer show up all of a sudden yeah no no i don't need that like you know like <laughs> a, a twitch game bot come on here yeah and yep. do that we don't need that either don't need so it. yes we got three people in. We need seven more people to enter this thing, and then we'll give it away. So please, guys, do your best to uh, 
to get people on the channel. We'll do our best to keep them here. That's that's all we can do. That's right. So remember, actually, wait, little witch, get more people in here. When the going gets tough, the tough get angry. Heed the dogs, anime on the stream, screaming to reach Super Saiyan 4 since 2010. <laughs> oh, Super Saiyan 4 was awful. You're an awful man. <laughs> Luckily, we're not talking about uh, Dragon Ball GT. We're talking about Dragon Ball Super. This is my part three. And today we're going to be talking about the future trunk saga. If you want to hear about the other sagas that came before, you got to watch parts one and two. And if you want to do that, then go to our YouTube channel, watch the videos, like, subscribe, share them. That'll be good stuff too. That way other people can see the awesomeness that is me. Oh, wait, and have fun maybe watching a good video. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Dragon Ball Super. Here we go. General strokes here. It's been a few years since uh, Dragon Ball Z ended. And now some troubles have started again. Uh, Goku meets the, the God of Destruction, Beerus. And from there on, his life is put on a trajectory of mayhem and chaos. Sure. And this is only, that's right. This is part of it. This is the da, 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 Future Trunk Saga. But first, let's get to the credits. Uh, Toy Animation is a studio. Uh, the writer, Akira Toriyama, is back. He Yay. hasn't been here since Dragon Ball Z, which is why Dragon Ball GT was there and not good. I don't care what you say, Mar Hawkman. Dragon Ball GT was not good. I don't think Mar Hawkman <laughs> said it was good. I think it was better than people say. I don't know. It's exactly as good as people say. <laughs> the original network was Fuji TV. The first run was July 5th, 2015 to March 25th, 2018. And the reason I'm talking about it now is because there's grumblings. There's mumblings and grumblings about either a movie or the series picking back up. To follow to, to follow the uh, the manga uh, this year sometime, so uh, keep a lookout for that. We had 131 episodes of Dragon Ball Super, and you can watch them all right now on Crunchyroll. All right, let's move on to episode Future three Trunk. or four. Future Trunk Saga. There it is. That's right. All right, now let's take let's take a look at the important characters. Of the future trunks saga now of course they oh how come trunks isn't there like because trunks was introduced in dragon ball z we know him these are characters that are introduced in this saga that are important to its plot we have goku black he's a goku look-alike that's killing all the folk in the future and i don't mean all the people just on earth i mean all people everywhere and people a general term for a sentient being just all of them just killing all of them, all of them. and then we have then we have zamasu He's the apprentice to the to the Supreme Kai of Universe 10. Now, as That's a reminder, a he? I'm sorry, what? That's a he, the green person? Yes, that is a he. All right. Uh Kai, Kai's are kind of uh, effeminate. All right. They usually yeah, they're they're a little effeminate. But uh, uh just as a refresher, uh the main storyline universe is universe number seven. So he's he's the apprentice to the Supreme Kai in universe 10. So like three universes over. Like, why does that matter? <laughs> Time travels a bitch. All right, let's move on to the main events. Okay, starts off in the future, 17 years in the future where future Trunks lives. The future's not so good. Uh, let's see. Uh, back in Dragon Ball Z, future Trunks came back 
and uh, got super strong, got super buff, trained with his dad, got super cool, went back to the future, kick Android butt. Not only that, but in the intermediate, in the in the time between that and now, he stopped Majin Buu from even being freed. So there was no Majin Buu saga in his universe because he was the only guy there, and he he knew what to, he didn't know what to do, but he got it done, right? He stopped all the threats, but then this thing happened where this this uh, uh, it, it it doesn't show who it is. It shows the the, the shadowy figure below me is just wrecking the entire planet, just wrecking everything. And Trunks cannot fight this thing. Gets his butt kicked every time. And not only that, every time he fights him, the enemy gets stronger every single time. Trunks cannot keep up. So uh, Bulma of the future decides, okay, well, we're going to have to do this time travel thing again because this whole world's going to be an ash cinder if we don't get some help. So she spends a year pulling together time travel fuel. Doesn't exactly tell you what it is. It's glowy. It's blue. It's probably radioactive. You probably wouldn't want to drink it, but she's got just enough for a one-way trip. And uh, Trunk says, well, if I can't come back, then what's the point? It's like, don't worry. Don't worry. It'll be okay. I'll have you covered. All right, fine. So uh, he goes to, uh, you know, go back, go back in time again. Now, the problem is that uh, now the enemy can has learned to sense the key energy of Trunks, so he's following it, and uh, hits the the uh, Capsule Corporation fuel refinery center, and kills Bulma, kills his mom. Uncool, uncool. But she she sacrificed herself. She stood in front of this guy just long enough so Trunks could get away and get back in time, so he could save the world. And he does. He barely makes it. He does do it. Now, right as he's leaving, we find out that, as you can see from the bottom picture below me, the enemy seems to be Goku. Looks just like him, only super angry. Yep. And that, yep, that's not explained until we go back in time and uh, he's found by the by the Z fighters. It tells everyone about this Goku clone, right? It's like, listen, there's someone who looks just like Goku because I know it's not Goku because in my future, which is an alternate timeline, Goku died of, of a heart virus. So obviously it's not Goku, it's somebody else who looks just like him, which is weird. No one can figure it out because everyone who is like all detective is dead. So they say, hey, I need some help. Uh, I don't know what to do. He's so much stronger than me and gets stronger all the time. I, I need some advice or help or whatever. Oh, and uh, I need gas because I got I got no fuel to get back. Well, uh, at, at that point, the the, the rift that uh, Trunks came through from the future starts crackling. The, the, the same space where his ship appeared starts crackling. A rift opens and this Goku clone pops out of it looking around. Oh, there you are. Oh, oh. Son Goku, how interesting. Oh. oh, that's great. Like, what? And Goku's like, why does he look like he does look like me? What the hell? It's like, and uh they, they just call him Goku Black or Black for short. That's how we're gonna differentiate the two today. So uh Goku says, Oh no, we, we can't have this. So he goes up there and starts fighting. They start fighting, and during the fight, Black is getting stronger. Now, of course, Goku, because now I'm I'm gonna go deeper into Goku's brain damage 
in the universal saga but he the, just bear in mind he does have brain damage so he doesn't start off at full strength he starts you know like he always does like he wants to make the fight interesting so he starts off low and starts slowly going high well this gives black a chance to rev up to rev up his power as well and uh but the fight is undecided because the rift sucks goku black back through it and back to the future okay hmm. and that's exactly when Whis, if you if you uh you know, Whis and, and Beerus, if you watched any of my previous uh, Dragon Ball Super commentary, you know about him, uh, notices a time ring on Black's hand. A ring that uh, that uh, no one except the Supreme Kai should have, which is interesting. And mm. Whis tells Beerus this, and Beerus says, hmm, that is interesting. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But, but first, we go to the next slide, and Whis and Beerus fill everything in. All right? Explains the time ring. Time rings are for Supreme Kai use only. There's one Supreme Kai per universe, so there should be 13 time rings. Okay? Now, only the Supreme Kai can use them, and they're only allowed to go forward in time, not backward, because changing changing the past is is verboten. Not allowed to do it. And Beer says, oh, by, by the way, uh, older Trunks, uh, I might just kill you because you went back in time just now, and I, right in front of me, which was stupid, because now I got to kill you. He's like, whoa, what now? Anyway, mm -hmm. moving on. <laughs> yeah. But also, Beerus says, you know what? That uh, Goku Black guy, his key, his energy was very familiar to me. I, I've i sensed it before, and I got an idea of where to look about where this guy came from. So Whis, Beerus, and Goku go on a little trip to Universe 10 because he recognized a specific key signature of Kai's in Universe 10 in black's key so they arrive at the supreme kai world of universe 10 and they meet the supreme kai universe 10 and they meet his apprentice zamasu and of course uh beerus immediately senses zamasu's key and it's almost identical but not exactly the same as black's key hmm. so goku's like well i want to fight him just to make sure because once i fight him i'll be able to to, to sense his key perfectly and Beerus is like, that's probably not a good idea. But the, the Supreme Kai of Universe 10 said, no, no, it's good. It's good. It, he, he's apprenticing to be Supreme Kai. He should learn how to handle weird situations. So go fight him. So Goku does fight him. And uh, Goku beats him. And this comes as a shock, not only to Zumasu, but also to the Supreme Kai of Universe 10. Because he's never met Goku before. He doesn't know that... Uh, Goku is probably the in the top five most powerful beings in any universe, let alone his. And Zamasu um, did not take this well. He was going to try and murder Goku at that point, but the Supreme Kai stopped the fight. And after they left, uh, Goku said, yeah, that was really close to Black's Key, but not quite. And we Weiss says that yeah and uh he was gonna murder you i can feel it. he was he was he was definitely just gonna flat out murder you but it but he stopped himself so uh yeah that he's bad this is gonna turn out bad everything's gonna be bad if he just not anyway, fought him it would have been better for him exactly right but hey that's that's what happens anyway we move on to the next slide now at this point they get back to their universe and beerus is there and said hey i got a message from from Zeno. Uh, the 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 uh, the supreme lord god of all universes. Right, the weird, creepy baby-looking guy. The weird, creepy baby-looking guy. You can see him below. This the second 
uh, a second uh, picture below me and said, Hey, he's summoned Goku to an audience. That means Goku leaves now, but Whis, you go with him in case Goku does something stupid that gets our universe erased because Zenu has the, Zeno has the uh, mind of a child. So if you piss him off, he just does that and your universe. As a matter of fact, there, there's an anecdote that uh, there used to be 18 universes. Now there's only 13 mm. because Zeno got pissed off five times and went, eh. Just destroyed the universe. Okay, so Zeno uh, tells Goku that he's lonely and he wants a friend and Goku has to stay with him forever. Oh, no. Goku's like, I got some business to take care of, but how about this? I have in mind a perfect friend for you. When I come back, I'll bring him. And Zeno's like, oh, yay, that's great. As a matter of fact, here, here's a little magic button thing. Uh, you press this button and and I'll be I'll be brought to you wherever you are in any universe. Wow. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll be great. And when you have the friend, you're like, okay, great, I'll do that. And then he's allowed to leave. And as they're leaving, uh, Whis is like, who's this friend you were talking about? Goku's like, I don't know. I just wanted to say, I had to say something or he wouldn't let me leave. I know. It sounds like a, it it's a good, pretty good plan for the time, actually. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Maybe he'll forget. Yeah, this this is more of his brain damage coming out. Well, no, maybe it's like those, maybe it's like a normal kid. He'll Actually, kids wouldn't forget about that. They, yeah, kids would not forget about you know, the, the, per yeah. the perfect friend. Yeah, 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 that, that, so, yeah. So not, you're, not your host, you got to figure out something. Get him a dog. Pretty much, yeah. That. Talking dog. All right, so let's move on to the next slide. Now, we're going back to the future. All right, Trunks takes Vegeta and Goku back to the future because present-day Bulma was able to refine more fuel because future Bulma left all of the time, time machine notes inside this time machine. So not only will will uh, present day Bulma be able to repair this time machine if it needs repairs, but also be able to refuel it, which she did in a day instead of a year, because you know she's working with a world with a full infrastructure oh, there you instead go. of one that one that's been actually destroyed. So they go back to the future and they meet up with Black, and Vegeta's like, "Oh, this is on. I get to I get to beat the crap out of someone who looks just like Kakarot. Oh God, it's my lucky day." <laughs> So he goes in there and goes, oh, you're fighting me. And then he goes in there and uh, Vegeta gets his butt kicked. And as a matter of fact, he gets himself stabbed through the chest because uh, Black goes Super Saiyan Rose. Now, I believe it's pronounced Rose, but I'm not doing that. Sure, why not? Like So it's going to be, exactly. But it's going to be Super Saiyan Rose when I say it because I don't, I don't do that. As a matter of fact, I have a clip of Black turning to Super Saiyan Rose for the first time. So let's take a look at that. Now, yeah, this, this clip is cut up because it took him five minutes to do his transformation <laughs> and, and I didn't feel like hanging around five minutes with this video. Typical Dragon Ball Z style. Typical Dragon Ball Z fashion, that's right. As you can see, his hair looks like a pink, like a, like a, like a, a red champagne. Yeah, yeah, there's that, sure. And uh, Didn't like Goku I said, after just that, learn how to do that. Oh, a, a while ago, actually, a while right. ago. But but still, this this is pretty surprising because uh, this guy wasn't trained by an angel. So what now? But anyway, whatever. Uh, like I said, v Vegeta gets stabbed through the chest and he's down and out. And uh, 
uh, he, uh, Black and Goku start fighting a little bit until Zamasu falls out of the sky and says, hey, what are you doing? To Black. And says, hey, Black, wh- what are you doing? Uh, I told you, Goku's mine. They're working together. Wait a minute. That, that means Black is not Zamasu. Black is somebody else? But their keys are all but identical? Because they're what? Buds. I guess, but very quickly when, when Goku is fighting Zamasu, uh, he, he, he gives a point blank full power key blast to the face, which disintegrates Zamasu's head and then it instantly regenerates. Mm. It seems that Zamasu has been a naughty boy and used the super dragon balls to wish for immortality. So Zamasu can't actually be defeated. So both Black and Zumasu together with uh, with Vegeta having the stabby stab through the chest and Trucks being a whip, uh, they're beaten back and beaten back and uh, they fall back to the time ship. Everyone gets in and they hightail it out of there. Back to the past. They go back to the past. They they fall out of there. Uh, everyone takes a sensu bean to heal up because they got their butts completely kicked. And they they tell everyone about what happened. And Beerus has a theory. All right. And the whole theory is I got to I, I think that Zamasu has been using the time ring to travel in time. As a matter of fact, let's go back to Universe 10 to just to just to prove my theory. So they go back to Universe 10 and the, and they spy on Zamasu a little bit. Now, uh, Zumasu is bringing tea to his to his mentor, puts the tea down, and uh, Zumasu creates an energy uh, knife on his hand and kills his mentor and takes takes the, the mantle of Supreme Kai. Well, we sees this, turns back time three minutes, comes in there, saves the Supreme Kai, and Beer said, I knew it! I knew it! You became the Supreme Kai to get a hold of Time Ring to go in the future. Now I'm going to have to destroy you. So Beerus destroys Zamasu in the present. Okay. Now, yes, he destroys Zamasu in the present. And as we all know, you know, that means everything's fixed, right? Look at, look at the next uh, slide. I everything's fixed. I think it will be. Beerus says that because he used dis- the power of destruction, which is the God of Destruction special ability, that not only was Zamasu killed here, but in every alternate future timeline going forward, he ceases to exist. Okay. The power of destruction is that great. Now we learn from Dragon Ball Z that going in the past and changing the past doesn't do anything to the place you came from in the future because it's an actual alternate timeline. Right. Right. It's it's multiversal timeline theory or whatever. So Trunks is pretty adamant that this is not going to work, but the God Destruction says, no, it's going to work. Stop stop saying it won't or I'll destroy you too. He's like, okay, fine, it'll work. But uh, Bulma and uh, Vegeta and Goku are like, mm, we better go back with you just in case. So they all go back together. Uh, they, they go back to the future and they say, huh, okay, this place is still a crap hole. Uh, what the what? And then uh, the, the, the human resistance comes up and says, oh, my God, this is a, oh, my God, it's him. And they, they start trying to shoot Goku. And then Trunks said, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. What's going on? Oh, a guy that looked just like him is still killing everybody. Still, it didn't work. Damn it. Well, it turns out that because Black is wearing the, uh, the Supreme Kai time ring, he is immune to timeline changes. Mm. 
Yeah, that's right. Pulled the Star Trek on us, didn't you? Yeah. Temporal shielding, bitch. That's how it works. That's how it is. So now everyone learns the whole story. All right. They didn't have the whole story. They thought that that Zamasu went forward in time, uh, did, did some stuff. But this is what actually happened. Zamasu of Universe 10 killed the uh, Supreme Kai of Universe 10, went to the Supreme Kai's vault, pulled out a time ring, went to the Super Dragon Balls, made a wish to switch bodies with Goku. All right. And then he went and killed Goku in his body. And then he used the time ring to jump into the future where the Super Dragon Balls were recharged. This is an alternate timeline now because when you mm-hmm. jump in the future, you end up in an alternate timeline. Killed the killed the same Supreme Kai and met himself in the future, turned himself to his own side because they, they had the same reservations about mortals sucking. And uh, the future Zamasu used the Super Dragon Balls that are now recharged to ask for immortality and then destroyed them so no one could undo it. And that's and why then, their key was so similar. Exactly, because they are the same person just from two different points in time. And one of them is in Goku's body, so it changes the key a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Black and, and Immortal Zamasu went to every single universe in the future, all 13, and killed every single Kai in every single universe. Well, you got to have a hobby. Yeah. And then started killing all mortals in all universes that they've been busy super busy now uh black and and immortal zamasu are fighting goku and they have him pinned down and and uh and immortal zamasu says hey you want to know what happened to your uh, wife and your child you want to know what happened to them well you know when we switch bodies that i went and i killed you right i told you that didn't i well you weren't alone your wife and and uh, small child were there Guess what happened? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I killed you in front of them, and then I cut their heads off. Oh yeah. Well, that'll I killed make them you too. Mad. And that made him mad. And that brings us to our next clip. This really pissed Goku off. And let's see what happens. They seem kind of happy they made him so angry. Yeah, well, they're super evil. I mean, his pain is like, is like, you know, the greatest tasting tears ever to them. I guess they expect that he can't kill them. He, he, he expects, they expect him to lose badly. They did not expect him to uh, get angry and get so much better. Have they ever heard of Goku? They, they, they are both from Universe 10 where Goku doesn't live. That's true. So they don't have all the information. Pretty dense. I, I, I like how he punks out Zamasu right here, not even looking at him, and punks him out. You're gonna see it in a second. Your defense, buddy. That's not good. <laughs> you like that? That was pretty uh, good. He's like, hey, you get out of here. He's like, oh my gosh, you're gonna beat so. Ow! <laughs> that was pretty funny. 
I like that a lot. Didn't even bother looking at the puck, right? That's that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's anyway. a real POS as well, Hawkwind. Yep. 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 That's right. So uh that happened, but uh be- because uh Zamasu is immortal, he can't really be beaten. And it's just Goku, it's two against one. Goku does does get overwhelmed and he he does get he does get stabbed again. He's already been stabbed in the chest one time. He gets stabbed in the chest again, and this time he can't really rally on that one. And uh what happens is Trunks uh holds off black and immortal Zamasu long enough for Bulma. Vegeta and Goku to get back in the time machine and run away for a second time back to the past. Good plan. That's exactly what they do. All right. So we go to the next slide and now they're back there. Okay. We went to the future, got our butts kicked, came back. We went to the future again, got our butts kicked, came back. Okay. We super need a new plan now. Okay. So we need a plan. What's the plan? They're all thinking about a plan and Piccolo's like, what about the evil containment wave? Yes. They're, and people are like, what? Goku's like, yeah, the evil containment wave. Vegeta's like, what? Because <laughs> this was back in Dragon Ball before Vegeta came to Earth when, when Goku was a kid. The evil containment wave is something that uh, that that uh, someone else uh, taught Master Roshi. And uh, what it is is uh, you you turn someone's body into energy, you trap them in a vessel, and you seal the vessel. And unless you break that vessel, they're gone. They're just trapped. You throw you throw that crap in the middle of the ocean and they're just gone. I like it. Yeah. Mafuba. That's right, Marhawkman. It's called Mafuba. <laughs> they actually go, Mafuba. <laughs> they do it. It's pretty funny. It sounds cool. But okay, yeah. But so uh 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 Piccolo teaches actually no, uh Master Roshi teaches Goku the evil containment wave. And uh just in case uh Bulma uh takes video on her phone of Piccolo doing the the evil containment wave just in case Goku gets gets you know punked really early or knocked out we have someone else that can do it so uh with that training done uh Goku Vegeta and Bulma go back to the future again for a third time third time's charm people so round 3 uh Vegeta and Goku keep black busy while Trunks uses the evil containment wave on immortal Zamasu because the plans did change and uh, Trunks used the phone footage to figure out how to do it and did it. And it was great. They trapped evil Zamasu in, in a specially made urn. The only problem is that Goku has brain damage and he, he always forgets things. He forgot the, the special ceiling uh, tag to put on the top so the thing inside cannot get out thanks goku exactly thanks goku so evil zamasu gets out and then runs away because he was like what the hell was that runs away gets gets out of there and uh uh he goes toward uh black and black's like what the hell happened your key disappeared reappeared and now it's like half strength what happened okay these humans have pissing me off we got to do something. We got to do something drastic. No more underestimating these schmucks. We got to do what we got to do. And Black is like, are you serious? We got to do that. And he's like, yep, get it on. So 
they use Potara Fusion. Now, Potara Fusion was introduced in Dragon Ball Z. Every single Kai has earrings, the little dangly earrings you see in the picture, mm -hmm. uh, picture below me. Now, if one person wears a set, one of the set on their right ear, the other person wears the other of the same set on their left ear, their bodies fuse and they become one being with the knowledge and experience of both and at least double the power level. All right. So uh, Zamasu and Black fuse into one being. And I got a clip. Let's take a look at it. They do have the glowy earrings. That's not the worst. I know, it's okay. It's fine. He said he hoped you don't forget which earring you're supposed to put it on in the morning, and the next thing you know, you're all screwed. Wake up somewhere else. Wake up somewhere else. And he gets real preachy. My form is justice. My form is justice. Yep. He's real full of himself on this one. Yeah. yeah. This noble and beautiful immortal and mighty He's twice the a-hole. Yes. Yes. Two times the a-hole. All right. Now let's move on to the next slide. When we talk about the final battle, the final battle begins. Zamasu, which is what I'm going to call him now, just Zamasu because he looks like Zamasu. So I'm going to start. He starts kicking everyone's butt because his power levels through the roof. And as you can see from the first picture, he now has the uh, an, uh, a Whis-like angel halo around him. His power level is so great now that he's actually ascended to to a celestial to a top tier celestial being like a, a god of destruction an angel yeah. or you know at the at the at the top of that love that list is Zeno. all right so he's he's a, he's got a game now all right so he starts just wrecking everybody now the universe 10 supreme kai who's been watching this fight say hey you know what you guys confused too right and Vegeta's like, no, I'm not doing that again because they did that in Dragon Ball Z. Because I'll be with him forever. The fusion is permanent. And the Supreme Kai Universe 10 says, no, it's not. It's permanent for Kais, but for all other beings in any universe, it only lasts an hour. Go, and everyone's well. like, everyone's like, you've been how long you've been sitting on that information, man? Damn it, give me the rings. So, so they get the earrings and they put them on and boom, Vegito returns. Not seen since the Boo Saga in Dragon Ball Z. Vegito returns and starts trouncing because Vegito is power. I mean, the, the, the way they explained it in Dragon Ball Z is not only are they super compatible because they're both Saiyans, they're both extremely powerful uh, right alongside each other, you know, in power level. So very compatible, but be, because their, their conflict is so great, but their respect for each other is so strong that the fusion actually makes their power level even greater than a normal fusion. It's like, you know, just that secret sauce in the mix that, that, uh, that just makes it that much better. Yeah. 
And so v- Vegito immediately goes uh, Super Saiyan Vegito Blue and starts beating the crap out of Zamasu like no tomorrow. But Vegito is defeated by the plot because uh, well before the hour time limit, Vegito splits into Vegeta and Goku. And they're like, what the hell happened? We've got plenty of time. And Universe Tenkai says, hmm, they must have used too much power at once and overloaded the Potara. Yeah, yeah, sure. Some crap. Sure, lazy writing. No, th- this is this is a plot contrivance to have Trunks be the hero. Trunks comes in, saves the day with love or what? And I got I got a clip of this stupid nonsense right here. So yeah, go go ahead and roll my clip of the dumbass nonsense of love. Does he start singing like Lin Min There is a, there is beautiful music in the background. Their soul is so good. Exactly. He takes all the energy from every last living being on the planet like a spirit bomb, absorbs it into himself, and now and now he's able to to kill uh, immortal Zamasu uh, Potara fusion with love, I guess. Sure, there you go. I mean, the death was cool. I mean, he cut him from, from groin up through the head. It was cool. Okay, I get it. The sword thing was cool, but everything around it was stupid. You're not fused just, anymore. Just stupid. All right. So uh, the day is saved, right? Everyone thinks everything's cool, but it's not. Because, yes, the body of the Potara fused Zamasu is dead. Because Goku Black was not immortal. But Zamasu wished from the Super Dragon Balls to be immortal. And he cannot die. So what he did was he became an energy being and started fusing himself with the fabric of reality, which is worse. In a lot of ways, yeah. In a lot of ways, worse. As you can see from the bottom picture, he now encompasses the entire planet and he destroyed all life on the planet. The only life that survived were the people around Trunks, Goku, and Vegeta because they they, they put up a a key field. So the the general apocalypse attack wouldn't, wouldn't kill them. But every other living being on the planet, as a matter of fact, the whole planet is just ash and flat. I mean, he pounded this thing to nothingness. It's a rock. The earth is now a rock. Right? Eliminated all life on earth, everything. There's nothing left. And he's spreading from the earth. He's spreading out across the universe, taking it over, basically. So we go to the next slide and we find out that Goku has an idea. Now, remember I told you that uh, that that uh, Zeno from his universe yes. gave him a button? Well, he decides, you know what? Maybe it'll work on, on the Zeno from the future too, right? Maybe it'll work on him. So he presses the button and future Zeno pops into existence right nearby and says, okay, what happened? Who are you? Where am I? This place sucks. What the hell? And Goku's like, yeah, this place does suck. Uh, we didn't do it. That guy did get him and Zeno looks up and says yeah he's pretty ugly he did he killed this entire planet uh that doesn't sound good so uh I should probably get rid of this place so Zeno decides to destroy the universe or the just the world it's not clear but he's going up to snap his fingers and Goku having been warned by Beerus time and time and time and time again was like uh oh uh everyone everyone get in the ship (laughs) everyone get in the damn ship Get the damn ship. What? Why are we get there? Just get the ship. So they get the ship, and Goku and Vegeta hang on the outside of the ship because Trunks, 
and and Trunks's girlfriend Mai from the future are inside along with Bulma, and there's no room for two more people. So they're, they're clinging to the outside of the ship, and they make it. They make the time jump just as Zenu snaps his fingers, and erases uh, this part of reality. And they go back to the past, and they get out. And they were like, "Okay, good news is we won." Yeah, sort of. I mean, sort of? when you when you when you lose your universe, you don't win. Yeah, Pyrrhic, I think the victory's called. Yeah. I, yeah. Everyone we just remember we know is dead. Yeah, yeah. universe is gone. But yeah, win. We win. Yeah. We killed We're that one dude. Technically a W. <laughs> we we and got then, that one. Then, that's right. And then Goku goes, wait, but wait, 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 wait. I got an idea. I got an idea. Uh I uh Trunks, uh take me back to the future. Uh seconds after the universe got blinked out. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Why? Why just do it? Okay. So they go back to the future. And they're, they're, they're Zeno just hanging out, floating in nothingness because he snapped everything into nothingness. And Goku's like, hey, Zeno, come here. Uh, you're lonely, right? Yeah, how'd you know? Uh, good guess. Uh, how about I, I take you to where the greatest friend you'll ever have is and you can play together forever? Well, that sounds pretty good. All right, come on, get in the ship. So they get in the ship, go back to the past. And... Uh, Zeno brings future Zeno to present day Zeno and say, look, I told you I'd bring you the perfect friend. Here you go. It's you. Yay. And Goku was like, yay, we love Goku. Goku's great. Because they're very happy now. It's all good. Very good. It's all great. Please now, put uh, my universe back. Yeah, uh, that that's the rub. Uh, future Trunks and future Mai have no home to go back to. And they're kind of sad about that. Well, Whis goes, well, I could... I could make sure you land in an alternate timeline at the same, that's really close to yours and everyone, you know, will be alive and everything will be cool, but there'll be two of both of you there. That's the only rub. Are you cool with that? And they're like, yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah, cool with that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So they, they go back to a slightly alternate future slightly alternate alternate future uh where where their world was not destroyed by xeno and uh black and, and zamasu are not there and uh there's just an extra one of them there as well and they don't actually talk about how because I, I want i want episodes on that you know i want like you know two two future trunks and two mys in the same place i want to know how that went that they don't talk about that though now the that's pretty much the end of the saga. There's some denouement stuff after that, you know, some winding down action, some filler episodes, stuff like that. That's not really important. Basically the saga ends at this point. All right. And there, and there we are next time. We're going to talk about on episode number four, talk about the last saga, the universe survival saga. And this brings the tournament of power. Everyone, everyone who follows Dragon Ball knows the tournament of power where, where several universes get together in a giant battle royale. Ten, ten fighters from several different universes come together. Last one standing wins. Or when time runs out, the most fighters from a universe wins. Every other universe dies. Well, that's kind of bum, unfair. Bum, bum. That's right. And I'm going to explain Goku's brain damage because that crap is ruining this in ruining people's lives everywhere in this saga his brain damage is becoming worse and worse throughout throughout the series 
Saying Alzheimer's. Saying Alzheimer's. That's it. All right. So what are your thoughts uh, on this anime review segment? What do you think of the future trunk saga or, or what do you think of, uh, of future trunks as a character? Now, I did not like it that that he was he was plot contrived to win against against Amasu, even though it wasn't a real win. He shouldn't have been able to do that. It was dumb. I mean, he he got he got a special Super Saiyan level himself. I believe they call it Super Saiyan Rage, where his his pupils disappear, his eyes go all white, and he's got a little blue aura surrounded by a golden aura, and he becomes like Super Saiyan Blue level powerful, which doesn't make any damn sense at all. It's all plot. So he's got plot power and plot armor, and I don't like it. What do you think about that? And if you like this review, or even if you didn't, go ahead and like or dislike and uh, check out our YouTube channel, subscribe, share it, do all that good stuff because, uh, you know, if you want more stuff, you want to make, make fun of more stuff that I do, then hey, check us out on Legion of Myth, anime, comics, and games. And as always, be a Legionnaire. It's now time to pick a winner. If All right, we have let's see if we can pick a winner. We have four people. Boo. Four. Boo. Boo indeed. We have eight viewers right now. One of them's me, I think. <laughs> maybe Trunks did stupid intense training. Well, you know, Trunks was lived in a pressure cooker for a long time, and maybe he did a lot of training to get there. Yeah. And we uh, just didn't get to see it. He had to fight those guys by himself an awful lot. He did. So maybe they failed maybe every time. Toughed up. Maybe so, but uh, yeah, this whole uh, uh, beat beat Samasu with love thing really pissed me off. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it well, at that's, all. Well, that's the power of love. That's power of love. Yeah, and v Vegito was was defeated was defeated by the plot, not by any character, which sucked. I didn't like that either. Yeah, that was kind of lame. It was very lame. All right, well, does that look like we're going to have enough entrance to give away? Yeah, guess not. Little Witch Academy. So sorry, That's everyone, sad. for that. It's just that one of those sad. nights. Just one of those nights. That's the way it rolls. All right. Uh, oh, Marhawkman says getting his, his butt kicked by Frieza daily. Really toughen that guy. Frieza daily? He isn't. He wasn't got his kicked butt by Frieza. He actually, uh, the the first time he came back in time and met Frieza, he killed Frieza, chopped her, chopped him up, chop chop chop. But yeah, he he was getting his butt kicked by androids daily, and then he came back to the past, trained with his dad for a year or two, and then went back to the future and just tronced the the androids like they were nothing, like they were, they were they were children, stupid androids. But he literally in the future there was no one to train with nobody every single human was a power level five because all of the z fighters were murdered by mm. the androids his father was dead goku's dead he's the only part blood he's the only say anyone with saiyan blood on this damn planet he had to train himself and he did not get stronger he didn't the plot made him stronger in this one which again upset me because it didn't show him training to get stronger. In Dragon Ball Z, it showed him training, getting stronger. It made sense. But this one did not make sense. Toriyama failed me on this one. This was bad writing on the on the future Trunk Saga. So is it your least favorite of the sagas? 
It is my least favorite, yes. I've kind of heard that from other people, too. That this yeah. part was their least favorite part. Well, the my least favorite... I see... Technically, the copy Vegeta saga is a saga. It's like eight episodes. I mean, I don't really consider it, but it canon-wise, it is a saga. It was kind of dumb, and it, it ended stupidly, where uh, a, a power level five character won the day by accidentally stepping on something. All right. Yeah, so starting at the copy of Vegeta Saga, which is the one right before this one, Toriyama got got writer's fatigue and just and just just started, you know, doing Mary Sue stuff sometimes. Yes, uh, whatever. Yeah, and everyone wins. Yay! Yay! Why? Because Trunks is the hero. He's got love on his side. He doesn't need to train. He just, has, he just has new powers now. Yay! Yay! Uh, obviously, you watched uh, you watched Disney Star Wars. Duncan says accidental victory is still an organic victory, though. That's true. Accidental victory is an organic victory, but it's so it was so preposterous that uh, you know you, you'd have a better chance of winning the lottery three times in a row than 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 for this power level five person to actually win. Well, that, what that, it, that's the chances. Would it have? What if they instead they did some sort of triple fusion with Trunks, Goku, and Vegeta, and won? Would that be better? Hmm. So Goku and Vegeta fused to form to form uh, Vegeto. No, I'm just thinking then... that they all like in a triangle touch pinkies or whatever they do. And no, no, you, you can't do that. You have to do. You Why not? To, I, be, you can make up any two... rules you want. There's only two earrings. You don't need earrings. They... Yeah, they do. Why? Because th there's two ways to fuse. Okay, then. Okay, you get each of them gets an earring, and then he pulls out the mystic nose ring. I'm gonna put it on his nose. So then there's three, and they all go together. Can't... And and what what you're doing is stupid plot crap again. I am. Like, oh, right. pulling pulling crap out of my butt. But I'm saying, no. is that stupid plot crap better than with love makes the sword stupid plot crap? Is it better? No, it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> I mean, I I what I if it liked, wasn't I a liked, nose ring. What if it's like I, just you know a necklace? No, still still stupid plot crap. I I I liked the the Potara fusion idea because it was something that was already established, and I really like the evil containment wave idea because it is a genius move. I mean, because you don't have to fight a guy; you just trap him. No matter how powerful he is, if you can put him in this box, he's done. And they haven't done that since like Dragon Ball, like right. 20, so it's nice that the guys got brought up. Yeah, it was cool. You know, it was neat. So yeah, I like that stuff. I mean, you didn't make up stuff. You you go back into the rich history of Dragon Ball, and you pull out stuff that's relevant. I like that. That's good. Yeah, that would have been good. Stuff was crap. Yeah, the other stuff was crap. Anyway, I'm sorry that uh, that we can't we can't, we can't give, give away. away we can't give away the thing. So I gotta I gotta close the entries, and I have to. And a winner is no one. The winner is no one. I have to cancel it. I'm sorry. The raffle's been canceled. I'll say establish the tree of might and boo saga. The amount of power you get from spirit of based amount of people you borrow. And he borrowed people from all the people. So fair. But still. Yeah. Yeah, the, the problem is he used a he absorbed a spirit bomb, trunks absorbed a spirit bomb, but there was like 0.01% of the people on the planet left. Maybe right? he got it from the universe. Goku did that one time, but but uh, it 
it, no, 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 it wasn't the universe that, that that was in GT, which which isn't in which is not in the past of uh, of Dragon Ball Super, because, you know, even Toriyama said GT sucks. So he didn't he didn't put it as canon in Dragon Ball Super. Uh, Goku got got the most powerful spirit bomb Goku used was one from everyone on the planet. But that was like six billion people. And Trunks had like 17 people or whatever was left on the planet after after uh goku black had been uh, had been raping it for however many months so uh there's no way it would be powerful enough there isn't based on what's happened before in the past fair enough yeah anyway go on with the garthon's color book Yes, Garthod's Comic Pool! And today on Garthod's Comic Pool, Garthon talks about Wolverine number one. Not to be accused with Wolverine number one, Wolverine number one, or Wolverine number one. This is Wolverine no. number one 2020. Yes. yes. Written by Benjamin Percy, art by Victor Bogdanovich, art by Adam Kubert, colors by Frank Martin. Published the 19th of February, 2020. Hey, you know Wolverine, he's like the short guy. Unless Hugh Jackson's playing him, then he's like 6'2". But, <laughs> he's feisty, he's Canadian, uh, except when he's not. I thought he was always Canadian. Uh, he's not, uh, I, his background is so screwed with who knows anymore. All right. So it starts off with Wolverine on Krakoa playing hide-and-seek with uh, some little mutant kids. And they can't find him. And then Jean Grey spoils other fun because she's a jerk. He was hiding in, like, rose bushes or something, so they couldn't smell him. They couldn't mm. find him. They, of course, have their little wordplay. And he's summoned by Magneto to go to a mission, blah, blah, blah. Someone by Magneto, what? Cause, oh, because Prestrex is, like, not there or dead or something, so Magneto's in charge. Like course, I said, the X-Men are villains now. Yeah, they're run by yeah, Mr. They're, Sinister they're and Magneto. Yeah. Uh, the Black Queen... The... The Basically, Queen? every villain organization the X-Men has ever fought is back and in charge now. But what? it's okay, because they're helping. So your, your base is on a villain. Your leadership is all villains. And I'm supposed to say you're the good guys. You are. You have drugs which will save the lives of millions, but you won't let them have them unless they pay you lots of money, apparently. And apparently there's a restricted supply based on this story. So, yes, the X Men are the freaking villains. Oh, no, Mark Duncan, they're doubling down on this. People love this. Uh, people eat this freaking up, man. This is like freaking asbestos Cheetos. Everyone loves them. Mmm, ah, my boy. Get asbestosis so, in my stomach. Cheese doodles. Yeah, yeah you're not going to get cancer for 20 years, so eat it up. <sighs> so, yeah, whatever. He gets his mission. Uh, but then there's like, but then he like flashes back or forward or something. He flashes forward and he's had the stuffing kicked out of him. He's like half metal. It's regenerating. And he can barely remember anything. He's like trying to, it's a nice commentary about how he's pulling his mind back together. Like as he regenerates, he's able to remember more things. 
mm-hmm. which is kind of cool, really grim. And he remembers that he killed the rest of the X-Men he was sent on the strike team with. What? He didn't want to, but he had to. Okay. And then it goes and flashes back again to how all that happened, which is basically a story about how someone is stealing the Krakoa flowers. Not all of them, they're stealing pieces of the shipments and then refining those into illegal hallucinogens. Because apparently they could do everything with these things. Who cares? Um, it's, they're making it to a legal drug called pollen, which he then like, uses his powers to track who's doing it. He goes, there's some, some, I'm not going to get in specifics. This is a huge, thick old comic. Okay. So he basically tries to track down where's, who, how it's getting stolen, where it's coming from. Who is in charge of it? He tries he, he finds a drug den and everyone's dead because they end up killing themselves. He tracks the people in charge of that. And, like, there's some mafioso-looking, some Russian mafioso guy. And he basically tells Wolverine, you know, I'm not telling you nothing. He's like, you know what I'll do, Bubs? Like, oh, I don't know exactly where you, who you are. But then he explains to him, you know, he pulls off his glasses, like, one of his eyes is, like, missing. He says, I melted out my own eye. I didn't want to. But this person came in. Let me get that. All right. But basically the person in charge of all the Eagle shipments, because they want it out of the business. This stuff's too too weird, too beauty-filled, too dangerous. We want nothing to do with it. We tried to get out of selling this drug. But then this crazy lady showed up. It is a... Yeah, uh, we uh, they didn't give her a name. What would you call her? Uh, I know they gave her a name in this. The pale girl is all they call her. Like a oh. weird misty image of a girl. It's like, she told us we had to keep making these drugs. And then she left. And uh, we're doing it because we don't want to die. That's fair. Uh, at the same time this is going on, there's like this Interpol, DEA... What generic uh, hipster or hippie Big Lebowski looking DEA agent trying to figure out where the drugs are coming from and stuff too. Uh, so you're, there's a nice dual story there. Um, but then it flashes back to the present where Wolverine is finally about to catch up the pale girl in the winter in the snow. And then she like fades away and he sees that the DEA guy and his team have just encountered Wolverine. And they're like, they're like, what's going on? Who the hell are you? And he's like, I've been wondering the same thing, Bob. And it's all dark. And it's kind of a neat story, but it's really a little, a lot overwrought. Uh, I mean, if everything's so perfect with your mutant uber utopia run by supervillains, how's this even here? possible? The more interesting story is the second story in the book. Okay. Uh, oh, but, oh, yeah, Mr. Sister Apocalypse are also on Krakoa. Because, you know, they're on the leadership council. Because, you know, they're not villains. Yeah, Mr. Sinister and Apocalypse, the, the two most trustworthy beings oh, yeah. on yeah, the absolutely. planet. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They are definitely not going to stab you in the back at some point. You ever. got Black King running your shipment organ- operations and distributing drugs. What could go wrong? 
Nothing. Nothing. I mean, it's it's not like Oxy's going to go with less fall in there or something. No. No. He's cool. Anyway. The second story involves Wolverine on the Krakoa. He's talking about what a wonderful paradise this place is. And then stepping out of one of the Krakoa portals comes Omega Red. Never a good thing. No. He's a mutant, too. He's an evil, psychotic, cannibal, psycho mutant. Uh, who is like Wolverine's arch nemesis. Because? Because he's an evil, psychotic, murdering, baby killing. <laughs> well, also, aren't his, aren't his little tentacle things? Uh, well, they're adamantium, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're adamantium, but also he has some kind of radiation that dampens regenerative factors in other people. Uh, yeah, I think that, too. He has a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff going for him. So Omega Ray comes out of the portal. He's like, I seek asylum. Wolf's like, yeah, Snick. The only time you're getting to the end of my claws. And Omega's like, well, I thought this place was open all mutants. He's like, yeah, not you. <laughs> Personal override. Sens sensible. Sensible, I'm yeah, thinking. Okay. But of I course, get he gets stopped by the more sensible, reasonable, and loving Magneto. Of course, because we all know Magneto is the most sensible and forgiving of any mutant yeah, ever. Yeah, he, he does not hold a grudge against anyone. No, he's wearing white now, so you know he's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Wolfie wants to stab Omega Red, and Magneto's like, no, nah, this is an asylum, this is a place for all mutants, where people can give a new life, you know? And Wolver does a bunch of, you can't trust this idiot, and look, he's coming in covered in blood, that's not a good sign! Yeah, he came here covered in blood! Uh... Magneto says, yeah, but most of it's his. So uh, if you're so concerned, go figure out where he came from. It throws him back through the portal Mega Red just stepped out of. Okay. So, sensible enough. Uh, it's in Paris. Wolverine starts sniffing around. He finds a car that Omega Red escaped from. There's blood dripping out of it. He opens the trunk, and it's full of emaciated, you know, starving-looking dudes. And one of them is still alive and pops out. He's like, ugh. You're, you're, and then Wolverine's like, oh, God, this guy's dead. Because the guy, like, just did that. Nice. But these guys are all pale and creepy looking. like, uh, uh. And then the cop show up where he's like, hmm, well, not a good place to be right now. You know, with a trunk full of dead bodies and whatnot. Not a good place to be. As a so he goes back through the portal. Magneto has dealt with Omega Red. They've kind of put him in a holding prison. So at least they didn't say, yes, run free with the children, Omega Red. Go play tag. You know, no. it's. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. They he... just let him go? No, they don't. They put him in a prison. Okay. All right, good. It's okay. kind of an organic prison where he's like in a cave and like vines hold him. But it automatically yeah. like counteracts any power he has. It doesn't sure. neutralize them, but it counteracts. So if he tries to do something, it just goes no. Sit back down. But Magneto's there, he's hanging out, where he's like, yeah, hey, I went there, and uh, your bud, who we gave asylum to, yeah, uh, he had a trunk full of bodies. Or he's like, well, maybe they had it coming. You know? He doesn't those those exact words, that's basically what he says. Yeah, basically. And you know, there are those who would do the same to us. He's like, yeah, well, look, look, this guy's a cannibal, this guy's horrible, this guy's evil. And but he just keeps making excuses, like, no, this is not what we're about here, man. He came here for asylum. He's turning over a new leaf, bro. Or he's like, Oof. yeah, um. He's like, he's gonna go, like, he's a cannibal. He likes eating children. He will kill these children we're supposed to protect the future of. And 
Maddie's like, well, we can just resurrect him. You know, one moment. Just resurrect him. Sure. That'll work out really great for everybody. Now, what, what, what really upsets me about the Omega Red with bodies in the trunk situation isn't just that there was bodies in his trunk, but they're so starved and uh, yeah, emaciated and, and sickly and, and, and dehydrated pale. that yeah. that 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 that's what one of them died from. That means they've been in that trunk or well, in a similar place for a long time. Well, we get back to that. Oh, goody! So, well, he's like, "What if he like eats with the kids?" And what? And Vegas says, "We can just resurrect him. You know, we could do that now." He's like, "No, that doesn't cure trauma, you idiot. Trust me, I can't die either, and it doesn't help you psychically." That's fair. And so Magneto just says, yeah, well, the Nazis were bad, essentially. It says, uh, deal with it. And so, uh, yeah. She says, well, back to you, Wolverine. You're part of x You're supposed to be like the CIA of this place. You're supposed to find threats and neutralize them. So, so go do that. And he's like, there's nothing... About a trunk of stuff full of corpses that could be justified if we got to erase or neutralize or whatever the hell. Mayo says, well, we don't know the whole story. Mega Red will remain a holding until it becomes clear. Your job is to find out what he's done, why he's done it, and clean it up. Goes to talk to Omega Red. Omega Red's basically like, yeah, you know the whole story, idiot. And they get into a little pissing contest with each other, which is actually a fun read. Because Boris keeps bringing up all the bad stuff Omega Red has done, and Bayer's like, oh yeah? There was a device that you had that if I had it, would eliminate my bloodlust. I'd be able to live without, without blood. You took that from me. You destroyed it. That doesn't exist. So, let's talk about who screwed who. He's like, well, if you had that and didn't have to kill, you'd still do it because you liked it. Omega Red's like, maybe. But we don't know, do we? Uh, but he gives another uh, clue. I pretty much know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much you would, because you're a psychotic a-hole. Uh, he, it's Omega Red, he ate their life force. Yeah, that's what he does. He's bad. So, he gives, he drops Wolverine a clue about checking out a place called the Oubliette. Goes back to Paris. There's a woman selling uh, flowers outside the Oubliette club. Asks about some flowers in French, and he's like, piss off. Then he sees you, he's like, oh, I mean, uh, 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 excuse me, excuse me, moi. Basically tells the other cute girl, like, oh, I don't want any flowers. I got to go to that club. She's like, hey, why don't we go somewhere else instead? He's like, no, nah, I got to go to the club. I'll see you later. And she, uh, of course, ominously says, well, he says another time. I've been in there. He's like, yeah, there won't be another time. Well, yeah. he goes to the Oubliette Club. It's lots of red lighting and pale French losers and drinking absinthe. Uh, he drinks his absinthe. It tastes funny, like really funny. He notices everyone staring at him, and he passes out. Wolverine passes out. You can knock out Wolverine. His you body, can. It takes a lot. Yeah. And when he wakes up, he's tied upside down and surrounded by vampires. Oh, so, okay. All right. And the vampires are like, oh boy, celebrate my friends. We have a sucker. And they put a spigot into his neck and open it up. They don't know they have Wolverine at this point. <laughs> You'd think they would, because this is like the greatest day ever for them. Yeah, you would think. This, 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 this is, this is a, a, a magic overflowing vessel. Well, it's not constantly... clear if they know they have Wolverine right now. Yeah. Or this is how they drain and kill most people. Yeah. But they never say, yeah, it's Wolverine, we can drink forever. 
Yeah, they never said because they, they don't, don't say they that. No, yeah. and they're like, "Ha ha!" I'll snark until he starts, you know, from being hung upside down, frees his arms and starts cutting them into ribbons. Mm. And while he's doing that, all of a sudden, these vampires start getting melted by light beams, and uh, the girl from outside, who's selling him flowers, has an ultraviolet gun, which melts vampires in the Marvel universe. It's not Blade One. Well, the that. the opening scene is a whole lot like Blade. Yeah, one the opening with, scene is a lot like Blade. The, the yeah. guy goes in the vampire club, and he's yeah. actually a sacrifice. Yeah, kind of like Pretty that. Much. It is a lot like that. It's not it's not the most unique setup. No, but when Wolverine realizes who it is, he's like, "Who the hell are you?" And she pulls off her cloak, and she's wearing like an outfit with like a big cross on the front of it. It looks like a knight templar, except like in black and gold. Mm-hmm. It's like just a stranger trying to sell you a flower. He's like, he says, dog roses, huh? Vampires hate them as much as they do garlic. I was trying to see if you were one of them. It's like, oh, I guess, uh, guess I'll take, uh, guess I'll take one of those flowers after. I was like, just one. They look better as a couple. Then she goes, well, I'll see you again. Par- make sure to leave. Paris is not kind to tourists. Then she leaves. She's like, aren't you going to tell me your name? Aren't you going to cut me down? Um... After which, goes back to Wolverine, once again, interrogating Omega Red. It's like, yeah, the club was full of freaking vampires. Yeah, you couldn't have warned me about that? He's like, yeah, I just want to show you the truth. I knew you'd be fine. You'd probably kill a bunch of them, too. Good. Because that's who was in my trunk. Vampires. All right, that, that explains. And he's like, he's like, what do you think is going to happen to those corpses the cops pulled out of that trunk? Who are currently... And then, like shows like the scenes of the morgue office in Paris where the corpses start getting up and you'll start murdering all the morticians or the, yep. not morticians, the people doing the, the examinations of the bodies. Yeah, all those people are getting killed right now. Coroners. Yeah, all the coroners. Assistants. Yeah. Like, so what do you think about that, huh? I'm just trying to do something about that. I was trying to help. And look at you, Mr. Mr. Slim Jins. It's like, don't you put that on me. He's like, those vampires are going to kill all those people. It's your fault. It's like, don't put that on me, loser. So they get their little argument again about, you know, who's a bad person. Well, yeah, but the thing is, Omega could have said something right away. He could have. Yeah, but he didn't. Be- because well, he, he gives the excuse if you wouldn't believe me, which possible. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter if he still said it. He's still he's still high. Yeah, he could have said something. Um, yeah. But Wolverine heads back to Paris. He's actually able to track down the uh, the vampire hunter woman who, of course, is in a church and works for the church. She's part of a secret organization uh, that works for the church. Uh, they don't say which branch, which church. I'm guessing, well, probably I'm guessing Catholic, judging by all the accoutrements and stuff in the church. Uh, she's part of an ancient order called the Night Guard, devoted to fighting vampires. So she takes him to her secret vampire slaying area. She's like, yeah, uh, if you're going to come with me tonight, you can grab me these weapons except the UV gun. I kind of need that. And he's like, I got my claws. He's like, yeah, those work. So they go to where they think the head of the Paris operation is. They get ambushed. There's a trap. They fight a bunch. Uh, they end up encountering the head vampire there. And there's a really cool fight scene. And they end up uh, just melting him down, killing the head vampire there. The other vampires like turn to dust because their, their lord died. Oh, so it's a Lost Boys type situation? Yeah. Basically, if you kill like the vampire, any vampire they made dies too. Oh, okay. At least that's the impression they get. Uh, and after that, they're walking out together. 
And he's like, oh, we got the head vampire. She's like, I don't think that was the head vampire. I think we're dealing with an even bigger fish. That was the head of this one little place. Uh, which then, because then goes back, you see Dracula, who, if you remember last year, was placed into Siberia by the Russian super soldier. Like, ha ha ha, you're pathetic now. You're a loser. The old vampires kicked you out. You found out later that that was actually part of Dracula's plan to actually be placed in Siberia where he'd be able to expand his empire and no one be around. And he'd be protected by the Russian idiot super soldiers to make sure no one else bothered him. They're like, yo, you can't go there to, to see Dracula because he's imprisoned and starving. Ha ha ha. No, that was all part of the Yeah, Marvel Vampire telling 90 tier clans is true. Well, yeah, I found this is all a plot by Dracula. And one of the main reasons he was doing it was to get Wolverine's blood, which they did. And they sent it to him. Um, a little, in the postscript, you see Dracula, who is out in the sun, because he could regenerate now, thanks to Wolverine's blood. He's out like, yay, I'm in the sun, sunbathing. He's like wearing a hat and a jacket and everything, but he's still out in the desert, in the sun. Mm. And Omega Red like makes a joke like, because Omega Red leaves Krakow, he's like, screw this place anyway. Then he meets Dracula in the desert. He's like, what, you wear like nine, SPF 9000? He's like, it's the blood you helped me attain. You've done your part of the deal, I appreciate it. And he gives him the device that will meet it so he doesn't need, so Omega Red doesn't need to drink blood anymore. He says, here you go, as we agreed, the Carbidanium Synthesizer. You'll no longer need to kill to live, but maybe that won't stop you from living to kill, huh? You should know, however, that house inside is also a detonator. That's my, that's my Dracula voice. It's a good one. I like it. He says, what does that mean? Omega Red says. Like, it means you'll remain in my service. It means the vampire nation has plans. It means that this mutate will not interfere with them. Now I'm supposed to prevent that from happening. Join them, but obey me. So, Dracula is set... So, Omega Red is now a plant from Dracula. Sure. In Krakoa. So that's just a nice little e evil onion. Layers of evil around more evil with a cilantro core. That's how evil it is. Well, I, I thought that if you have a plant inside an organization, that plant should be trusted to really get good information. Rock says, why? Because vampires drink Wolverine's bugs and super vampires. That's what happened to Jubilee. That's true. Uh, Jubilee is not a vampire anymore, Mar Hawkman. Long story, but basically she became de-vampired, and then when the Krakoa thing and all the mutants came back, she got her powers back. She's on the island somewhere. I yeah, or did she die with her kids there? Oh, I don't remember. They screwed Jubilee up so bad. Anyway, what else? Seventy three didn't like my vampire accents. Anyway, so two stories. The second one I thought was more interesting than the first. Uh, the first one being a little tortured about not remembering things and Krakoa drugs. And anytime any like the Krakoa flowers nation stuff gets brought up, it makes me roll my eyes because it's also mind blisteringly stupid. Um, they're villains. They're obviously villains at this point. I they've been doing marvelous and doing a lot of stuff with Dracula in like all the books with him hmm. planting agents everywhere. 
shouldn't say all the books. There's a couple, of course, he's not in. But you've seen him in, like, all the big books, like Avengers and stuff. He's Dracula has plants and spies everywhere now. So that's actually kind of neat that they're still going through with that. I thought the idea would have been cast to the side. But it's interesting is in Wolverine number one, I did like the plot line with Omega Red and Wolverine. I really like that story where Omega Red is well, he's an, still an absolute a-hole villain. But now he's like a double villain. <laughs> or he's even worse now. Which I which is Omega Red. I appreciate that. Hmm. Um So is it a good book? Yeah, it's pretty good. It was a giant freaking book. It was like it was eight bucks. Cause it's super it's double comic length. Is it the start to a great series? I don't know, because it seems like the main plotline of the series is the first story with him tracking down Krakoa flower drugs, and I could really be asked. I really don't care. Like, even a little bit. At all. Like, like none. And your big Lebowski DEA agent doesn't intrigue me at all. And just, eh. It's it's okay. The second story is good. The first story is okay. Well, I see Apocalypse versus Dracula round two. That'd be cool. Uh, so all in all, what do I give it? Three and a half. I liked it. it the art was really solid throughout. Uh, the first story wasn't bad. Just kind of kind of okay. I liked the second story a lot. I thought that was cool. It had some neat twists. Uh, I hope to see more of the Valper Hunter characters. I assume you will. Maybe somewhere else, but she's hunting vampires, and that's becoming a big plot line for Marvel for some reason. And so, yeah, three and a half stars. Wolverine number one. Fun book. A little expensive, because eight bucks for one book. Come on. I know it's double size, but come on. So what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on Wolverine number one? Is there a comic book or series you'd like me to review? Did, did I miss something, number one, that you think makes it genius and Wolverine's the best superhero ever and you wish Deadpool would quit being in the limelight so much and, you know, Wolverine is still the best guest star, him and Spider-Man, you know, damn you, Deadpool. Uh, if you like these reviews, be sure to like and share this video with our comic book friends. It really helps the channel. Subscribe to Legion with for anime, comics, and games and be a Legionnaire. That went long. Yes, Ground Thoughts Comic Poll! And we are going to talk about Spider-Verse, number six of six. Written by Jed McKay, art by Zay Carlos, colors by Chris Sotomayor, publication date, the 4th of March, 2020. Alright, so Miles Morales has been hopping around, trying to find allies and help to fix the big web of life. The web of reality, the Spider-Verse web, and find out what happened to Annie Parker, the daughter of Peter and Mary Jane from Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Because she's supposed to be, you know, tending the web and she's gone. So Spider-Zero, who's the girl with the poofy hair and the backwards hat, because that's cool. Because mm. apparently she time warped in from 1993. <laughs> she's got her jacket over her costume and a backwards hat come on does she does she have doc martin boots too she does the only thing she's missing is shoulder pads but she's there got the go. jacket and it's kind of like one or the other usually <laughs> so all the spider things have been aligned all the things they need to figure out what's going on they get to the web and they're able to you to determine 
that there's like this big clump in the web where it's just where all the problems are coming from. It's not a tumor. It, it actually is a tumor. Oh of, no, it's a tumor. <laughs> oh God. Of a sort. <laughs> uh, it's actually like the web had kind of semi gained sentience. And when Annie tried to fix it, she ended up like going into it. And so there's kind of this thing where it doesn't want to die. It's and it's afraid of being hurt, so it doesn't want to like free itself of a situation. So it's actually killing off the whole web because of it, basically anxiety, and mm -hmm. it sucked Annie into it. And Annie's trying to fix it, but then it's trying to start taking over her. So the solution is they the whole the spider people end up going in as well through plot through magic spider contrivance. They fight some bad guys. They find Annie in the center of it. And through the power of love, they fight some bad guys, and then through the power of love, they convince the Tangle to unravel itself, to free the Web of Life, and to become one with the Web of Life, because it won't be gone so much. It, it, like, what it fears isn't an ending, it's another state. And they manage to kind of convince it of that. But they can't, apparently, just... They're able to pull Anne out, but like something has to occupy the space. So Spider Zero, who's the girl, like whose universe is gone, it was wiped. She's the last remnant of her whole universe. So she like heroically sacrifices herself because you know she doesn't have a universe to go back to anyway. Uh, but they don't let. But of course, Miles Morales and Annie don't let that happen, and they use their web powers to pull her out and you know rub some dirt on the wound and it's fine seriously so they don't literally rub dirt on it but basically well, like she's gonna do a heroic sacrifice against a speech but then i was like no no one gets left behind and they managed to pull her out and it's fine it's like well i guess no one did need to get left behind yeah i guess that was just a lie okay there was some great speeches though oh good uh and this is short but there's some really fun action but it's really not it was a nice oh. read because it didn't get too overwrought with itself. It wasn't like other books where they go back and forth. I'm like, oh, but I can't. I need. And it gets to the plot. It gets stuff done. There's some great character moments. Um, not every spider character gets their moment to shine because there's a lot of damn spider characters in this book. But you do see some fun stuff as they go through. And as the series built, this is a great culmination to the story. And at the end, everyone's happy. So that's nice. Yay. Does it seem like this book was rushed a little bit? And the ending seemed to come kind of fast. Okay. It was always meant to be a six-issue miniseries. But it kind of... I love Jed McKay as a writer, but it does feel like this was kind of like, oh, I have to end this. I, I had six more issues plotted. They're like, end it. Yeah. Because it also feels like the kind of ending that could have happened at any time during the story. Mm -hmm. like Miles was popping around these different universes to get help to fix this problem and you actually do see him in the book like use the totem he got from Spider-Man Noir and use like other bits he got from other spider people or other information which is nice it all comes together like you don't see well why the hell would he even do that if it wasn't well no it was all used great and all the people help him because he needed help because there was combat great and they sum everything up and everyone's happy at the end Great. Great. Uh, the art is really solid. I really enjoy the art. 
the characters felt true, the models, how they looked, were really good. It just all, all felt also like this ending could have been plugged in at any time. If it had gone from issue one to issue six with nothing in the middle, you just would have assumed, oh, I guess they grabbed all those spider people and now they're solving the problem. Which is kind of the problem. You could actually eliminate every issue in the middle and just say, here's the problem. Okay, I'll get help. And then go to, I've brought help. And you win. And it completely makes sense. Yeah, and it does. Which, like, why do you need all the middle stuff then? Um... So I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was short. It didn't overstay its welcome. You get to see the characters on past issues, like the uh, the Peter Parker with the web shooter guns that go thwang, which everyone that's true. Which yeah. Everyone made fun of because yeah, yeah, we did. We made fun of you for that one. But I didn't invent it. But yeah, so it yeah, it's a, it's a fun issue. It's not great. It did the job. If you wanted a fun Spider-Verse story, it was perfect for that. You know? So it did nothing wrong. But I can't say it did anything exceptionally right. Three and a half stars. It was good. Okay. It's not great. The art was really good. The story was fun. It didn't leave the kind of lasting impression where I'm going to say, oh my god, you guys got to read this. Like the the Spider-Verse series from a few years ago, which was amazing. Um, This was fun. But it couldn't do what the last series did because that was a huge major multi-crossover, all these things. And that was already done. You don't want to do it again. You know, <clears throat> Civil War. You don't want to do it again because it loses all, you know, importance or all yeah. impact. This was good. It just set, did what it set out to do. It was a fun story. It sets a new standard for the Spider-Verse. I don't know if they're going to be re- revisiting Spider-Verse anytime soon. But it was good. Uh, Jed McKay did a great job with this one. So did say Carlos. Uh, that's a team I would like to see together again. So, recommended. Cool. So, what are your thoughts on this segment? Was that is that enough? Did you need more? Is your hot button ticking because you want to see more about the Spider-Verse and I didn't give you what you needed? You know what has what you need? Brondo. Brondo has what you need. Brondo's got electrolytes. So, what are your thoughts on Spider-Verse number six? It's for, it has just to be dated references as I do. Is there a complex series you'd like me to review? Please let you let me know in the comments. And if you like these reviews, make sure to like and share with your comic book friends. And it really, really helps the channel. Or just share with people you don't like. And, you know, trick them, you know, rickrolling with my videos. That'd be fine. And subscribe to Legion of Myth, anime, comics, and games. Be a Legionnaire. Yes, Garth Dodd's comic poll! Alright, we're going to talk about Black Cat, number 10. Because you need a team-up, and you need Wolverine. Because you got to have a team-up in your book. As he the dog was telling me earlier, it's the obligatory team-up. And it is. That's right. Spider-Man was busy. Deadpool's making movies. She already, had a, she already had a Spider-Man team-up. There you go. And actually, guess who else is in this issue? Who else? Deadpool. You're kidding. Nope. Black Cat number oh, 10 man. Is... Black Cat got the trifecta? Well, she doesn't have Spider in this issue as well. Oh, no, no. I mean, but in her in her series. Yeah, she's had all three. Books, she's yep. got all three. Wow. That's, right. that's impressive. Written by Jed McKay. Art by Chris Anka. Colors by Brian Reber. Publication date, 4th of March, 2020. Uh, cover is J. Scott Campbell. He does great covers. He likes pretty women. And so do I. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down. I'm down. 
All right, so this little punk is still a Wolverine stuff. Black Cat needs a, an, a painting out of Wolverine stuff for her former mentor's master plan to use a magic ability to go into the magic vaults of the Thieves Guild to steal their stuff right from under them to show them who's in charge and that the Thieves Guild shouldn't screw with them. Wait a minute. What? Is, is Black Cat pulling a reverse golden eye on... I have no idea what a golden eye is, so... Oh, uh, okay, uh... Is, in, I don't know what, what kind of weird position that is. No, 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 it, it's, the, it's the James Bond movie, where uh, Fab K. Jensen uh, was, was, the, was the femme fatale of that movie, and she killed people by wrapping her legs around their chest. No, not even close. So they couldn't breathe, not even close. and then they died. Not even close. Not even close. It looks like, okay. Well, give me a chance to talk. All right. All right. It's, just, it's a good visual, though. So, uh, so last issue where Wolverine and Felicia visited this kid who stole Wolverine's stuff to basically threaten him, uh, they got out of, uh, they could see all Wolverine's stuff in moving boxes in the middle of the guy's place. And, you know, Felicia's like, you know, I'm a thief, right? I'm the black cat. And now I know where all this stuff is. And now I know where all your security is because you just let me in this room, you idiot. And he's like, what? Uh, guards, kill him! And... So they swipe his super uh, awesome rich kid sunglasses on the way out as they break through a window. Uh, he immediately calls for, for the movers to move all the stuff to a new secret location. If you'll look at the back of the movers, those have oddly look exactly like Black Cat's henchmen in GAO moving outfits. So nice. And of course, no one pays any attention to them because they're just the movers. Uh, meanwhile, Black Cat Swingway is escaping via her Black Cat Swing line, holding up Wolverine because he can't fly. Um, but as they go, her line snaps. Because he's heavy. Right. And that's basically the conversation is, she's like, why are you... He's, he's like, why does your line hold more? And she's like, well, why are you so damn heavy? Because my bones are made of metal. Or my bones are made of bone! <laughs> Uh, she manages to like uh, to flip around and save herself, and she just lets him drop. She's like, "You'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, you know. She has a backup. Well, yeah, line. but still, yeah. That's she uses a nice her. Suit, though. She uses her backup line, and you see him like like in the background, go flying through a window in another building. And when they catch up, he's all his suit's absolutely absolutely destroyed, oh, and yeah. they start hearing the kid's voice over the glasses. He's like, hey, hey, put on the glasses. Whatever you do. All right, fine, whatever. You're like, he's like, put on the glasses. She's like, no. Like, like, come on, come on, put on the glasses. Like, I'm not putting these things on. I'm not putting them on, Kilgore. Why not? Because they might, like, burn out my eyes or something. Like, fine, fine, don't put on the glasses. And then Wolverine comes in. He's like, he's like, Wolverine, put these glasses on. He's like, why? <laughs> Gil wants to put on. He's like, no, they might burn up my eyes or something. She's like, yeah, but they'll regenerate. He's like, it won't be pleasant, though. At that point, he's just, fine, whatever. Don't put them on. I don't care. And then he's like, and then he starts threatening them for a bit. You wherever you go, I, I can track these glasses. I'll find you wherever you go. And you can kiss all your stuff goodbye. You'll leave me out more empty-handed. I'll kill you all. Or you could just leave the glasses and leave empty-handed, and you'll be, and you'll live. Your choice. To which Black Cat goes, so, uh, Cade, what? If we put these sunglasses on, would it have burned out our eyes? Yes, of course it would have! 
<laughs> like, all right, you know, uh, you know what? I'm gonna. There's a price for uh for what we're gonna do for you. So we want Logan's things, and uh, and I want money, and uh, and she's like, you know, what? I'm gonna kill you all. And then she goes, Wolver's was like, well, ready for a, ready for a merry chase. Like, do you even have a plan? Like, of course I've got a plan. Um, so the next series of the book is them like fighting a series of bad guys running, fighting a series of bad guys running, and interspersed are her having flashbacks to when she was young and being taught by her mentor. And he's going and telling them about, he's like, I would like to show you girls magic. And they're like, magic? He's like, yes, up close magic. It's like, what, you can't get a date or something, you poor sad man? It's like, like, no, I could get as many dates as I want, by the way. But he's like, shows them like these card tricks, right? And you, he's like, what I'm doing is, he's like, sorry, you're teaching you can't get a date or something? He's like, no, what I'm teaching you is a lesson. And so he like, shows like, like the cards, then dice and everything. He's like, but the trick is, he's like, See, a lot of times we're thieves. What we do, we don't want to... What we do is secret. But there are times we actually want to be seen. We want to be loud and beautiful and reckless. Because to be seen is to demand attention. And you demand attention to the hand you want them to look at, not the other hand, where he shows you just stole, like, their jewelry. So that automatically tells you what's going on. Which is nice. As I see, like, the lessons she's learned in the past. Right. Um... There's a fun moment where they're like crashing a uh, an underground fighting death arena, right? Because they're in Madripoor. Sure. Yeah, so yeah, and, and so, anything goes in Madripoor. I yeah, guess. basically they're fighting a group of thugs, and they end up in this place. Like, oh, look who it is! It's the Claude Killer himself, Wolverine, and some companion. And she's like, Black Cat, I'm Black Cat, the Master Thief. So. And you know, they start yelling to place bets. He's like, I'm not here to, f- I'm not here for, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. You know, and the next scene is, of course, you know, there's just bodies laid out everywhere. And everyone's chanting, Wolverine, Wolverine. He's like, you good? I'm good. Cool. Let's get out of here. And as they're chanting, Wolverine, she's yelling, black cat, black cat. As they escape, he's like, stop that crap. Come on. <laughs> they end up on a boat. They push the guy off. They steal like, it's like a small wooden boat with a big engine on it that you've seen a lot of Chinese films they jet out sure. there they're attacked by the Brothers Grimm if you know who they are really? they're yeah B-list losers they're attacked by them because oh, yeah. they're under the Matterport contract too and as they're about to, they actually like manage to pick up Wolverine and like they're, still, ah, they're flying them off and they're magic stars well they're not magic they're electronic and then one of them gets shot in the head by a sniper rifle then the other one gets shot in the head and it's Deadpool. And it was like, oh, hey there, Logan. Look, it's me. It's Deadpool. He's like, wait, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, well, it's like, don't you have a monster island to run? Yeah, yeah, really busy out there. But, uh, you know, this brother's grim didn't shake up. They're like, no, I'm fine. Oh, good. And then he pulls out a gun and, like, keeps blasting Wolverine's, you know, midsection. It's like, yeah, I know we'll kill you. It'll just keep you down for a little bit. But uh, a little little short of funds right now. And this contract is like the biggest in the world right now. So uh, I'm just going to go and get and uh, take you out. I know you'll be fine. You know, but that's, you know, and uh, so I'm just going to go and apply a little 45 caliber brain scrambler to you real quick. 
And that's when he hears the motor revving up. He's like, ah, oh, crap. And then Black Cat rams him with the boat, and he gets impaled on the front of it. So they're going through the water. And, you know, Deadpool's doing typical Deadpool comments. Like, oh, my spleen! My appendix! Wait, I still had an appendix? Huh. So, as Wolverine regenerates for a little bit, he's like, hey, you want to put those sunglasses on our little gross figurehead up there? So he puts <laughs> Kate Kilgore's sunglasses on Wade. He's like, like, what are you doing? I mean, I mean, I appreciate the fascist statement and all. He's like, how fast would your tongue grow back if I cut it out? He's like, honestly, fast enough, you might as well not bother. And at that point, they disembark the ship. Wolverine's like, so long, Wade. He's like, oh, okay, well, uh, this is bad, but it can't get worse, right? Says Deadpool. As all of a sudden, the eyeglasses start melting out his eyes. He's like, ah, oh, my eyes! As he goes flying off. You know. <laughs> which I like how they paid that off later. The whole, with that melt my eyes. They yeah. actually pay it off later, which is great. And now, they've actually dished the glasses, so they can't be tracked anymore. They get a little, they go, they get to shore, get on one of those little uh, moped with backseat conveyances. Little kid Kilgore's freaking out. He's like, like, where are they? It appears that they're out to sea. They're, it looks like they're attempting to escape because they're just tracking the glasses. He's like, well, fire a missile at them! So you can guess what happens to Deadpool right. as he's out to sea and a giant missile goes flying at him. Um, and so, but while they're on their little ride... Wolverine's like, Do you not, did you really have a plan? So of course, it's magic. But the thing magic is, you show the one hand, the hand you want them to watch, or you do something with the other. Um, and of course, it goes, it shows them like pulling up to Felicia's henchmen, still dressed in the movers' outfits with all of Wolverine's stuff. Which Kilgore's not paying attention to at all where the stuff is, its status, or anything, because he's too busy trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. But when after she does that, as she gives the line of, they're not watching what the other hand's doing. She's like, hey, boys. Like, boss. But then it goes to, to a flashback that shows, like, her and the other girl who were being tutored at the time. It shows them, like, holding hands under the table, which, of course, I had to groan at. It's like, come on. All right, if it's, you're trying to like, their best friends and they aren't supposed to be, maybe the other chick's supposed to be the head of the Thieves Guild or something, doesn't look like her. Mm-hmm. Okay, I buy it. But if you're trying to imply that they have some sort of girl-on-girl lesbian relationship or something, that isn't Felicia's character. It never has been. So I don't like that. Because uh, that's never been in her character. It's never been her personality. I'm hoping they're showing like a friendship where they supposedly isn't one. It's left ambiguous. But if it's supposed to be more, it's like, oh, God, help me. That's, uh, that's a little too comic-gaty for me. Where it's like, just trying to be woke for no reason. Let's ruin a good comic, good character. If it's just like they're showing friendship, okay, that's it. Um, but you get the payoff where Wolverine starts going through stuff like, oh, you got it all here. And he like, goes through some of the boxes like, oh, here's that painting you wanted. And she's like, oh, you got a lot of valuable things here, Wolvie? And he's like, no, not really. And so what the hell is it? Yeah, mostly just old papers and books and stuff. Like, what kind of treasures would you keep? He's like, diaries, letters, mem- memoirs. He says, you know, I am older than dirt. I've lived a long life of a lot of people. And it's all here. This is my connection to, to everything. 
like, so no real, like, monetary value there. Nah, just valuable to me. Except maybe that painting. That's probably the most valuable thing in here. And it's yours now. So he loads himself in a pickup truck, and, which they had waiting for him, and he drives off. And her heads were like, you deal with some really scary people, boss. Real, she's like, yeah, whatever. Like, wheels up at 20, gentlemen, because our future, it's all crime time, baby. All crime, all the time. Because now they actually have all the pieces they need to break into the Thieves Guild vault. Magically. So, a super fun story. I love how things, everything gets paid off in the end of this book. Uh, it moves very quickly. There's some nice, fun fight scenes. If you actually are familiar with, like, Wolverine's Madripoor stuff, there's a lot of, like, kind of familiar locations and enemies in there. Um, I like the dialogue between Black Cat and Wolverine, where you can know they're familiar with each other. They're not best buds. But they're not enemies or anything. I really like that dynamic they have going on. It was a really fun book. I liked how Jed McKay's been doing a good job with the series showing like pieces of her training and how that applies now. Um, and he's been doing some really good jobs with the whole, I'm going to show you a principle up front and then it gets paid off at the end. And here's how all that. It, it's just been a really nice series. And this book is excellent. I love this book. So great book. I loved the living hell out of it. Uh, I'm going to give it four and a half stars. Uh, absolutely fantastic I loved the art I loved the story I loved how everything paid off um, I find Deadpool honestly pretty annoying most of the time but I loved his use in this book where he was pretty much kind of a chump he was never shown that he's an idiot uh, he took out the Brothers Grimm super fast he was taking out Wolverine until he got ran by Black Cat and you always have to remember Black Cat has luck powers you can't well she shouldn't be good enough to take Deadpool like she has luck powers and Deadpool can get real sloppy if he's not concentrating. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't have any specific damage resistance. He just heals real right, fast. Right, he just That's... heals super fast. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, and he's actually, the way he's usually written is, if he's not paying attention, he gets real sloppy because he, there's no comeuppance. Mm -hmm. He can't die. So what does he care if you stab him a bunch? Uh, actually, in Deadpool comics, he actually had to fight... Deadpool had to fight a version of himself... That was made up of all the pieces that have been cut off from him over the years. Nice. The pieces all found each other and like put themselves into another Deadpool. Weird. Anyway, but Black Cat number 10, four and a half stars. Great book. Highly recommend this book. Uh, nine and 10 together are a great duology. High, highly, highly recommend it if you're a Wolverine fan or a Black Cat fan. Super fun read. I uh, just can't say enough good things about it. It's not quite a five star book. It's not quite a five star. It's four and a half. That's a lot of pieces. Yes, it is. Well, 73. So yeah, go out. Uh, read Black Cat, damn it. It's a great freaking series. Great, great series. So what do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts of Black Cat number 10? Is there a comic book series you would like me to review? I mean, you're thinking, well, you like Black Cat. Then you would love blank. Let me know. I want to read blank. Unless it's any of the current X titles, because um, I hate to tell you this, they're not good. It helps share this. Uh, be sure to like and share this video with the comic book friends. It really helps the channel. And if you want to tell me why the X Men books are good right now, I'd I'd like to know, because to me, you're just saying how the X Men became villains, and to me, that's not compelling reading. 
Subscribe to the Legion Myth for anime, comics, and games. Be a Legionnaire. Because honestly, you're just... With what they're doing with Hickman's run on the X-Men is you are making them the villains. And you are making them into everything every X-Men human villain has said they are. Just think about that. Bolivar Trask is right in Hickman's universe. Think about that. Be a legionnaire. All right, everyone. It's time for the RNG where we talk about the random things happening in the universe. Uh, today, we are going to talk about the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. All right. Square Enix has been working on the Final Fantasy VII Remake for a dog's age now, for freaking ever. They leak little bits of information, little screenshots here and there, a little, little bit of pre-rendered footage, you know. But now... They, on PlayStation 4, for free, which it should be, it's a demo, they have released, playable, right now, if you have a PlayStation 4, the demo of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the awesome thing about it is that, well, to me, back in the original PlayStation 1 days, they actually released a demo for Final Fantasy VII, the first game. And it basically covered the first Midgard mission to where you blow up the, the generator. This is the exact same mission from that original demo. Which is just fantastic. It's not... Uh, so, everything you're seeing right now I'm showing you is not pre-rendered. That's in-game. And the game looks freaking insane. It looks amazing. Uh, it, I've played through the demo a couple times. It plays incredibly well. Uh, it is active combat, but it's not as weird and disjointed as it is in like Final Fantasy 15. It feels like they've finally gotten a handle on how to do that and still make it feel like a Final Fantasy game. Uh, the, if you play the original Final Fantasy a lot, all these locations will feel incredibly familiar because it's the same level, but it also feels incredibly modern and new. So whoever... Well, you can see why it took so many years to make this. They've changed the, a bit of the systems or so much. There's still going to be materia slotting and stuff. You don't get that in the demo. But what's nice is you still have... There is a turn-based option to use. It automatically sets the game to easy, which is lame. And also, it's not really turn-based. I tried it out. I really couldn't see much of a difference between using it and the active battles. Because you're still doing active battles. You're just not hitting the button. He's just attacking automatically, and then you're choosing abilities for him. So that's kind of not what I wanted from the turn-based option. I would much rather they all stand in a static position like the original game. But that being said, the game was meant to be played as active combat, and when you play this active combat, it, the game is great. When you decide to start using an ability... Like you want to use a spell or pop a post or something, you hit the button, it presses the menu, and everything slows down. It doesn't. S oh, it, it it doesn't stop. It just slows down. Yeah, Got super it. duper slow. There's a few times you'll see in this video when that happens. Uh, so it goes super duper slow, and which is good, which is good because that's what you want. Um, and that's when see right here it goes super slow to abilities. You can actually move the camera around however you want. Choose a spell, activate it. And then he throws the spell. 
which gives you enough time to think to do stuff like that instead of like, say, Kingdom Hearts, where you're pounding the buttons trying to get a potion out while you're getting killed. Um, mm. This gives you a chance to actually react to things. They've actually done also a lot to expand the sub-characters. Because as you're going, you're dealing with these sub-characters who are trying to take down the student organization. You get a little piece of conversation with them, but you never get really attached to them. Whereas in this demo alone, they get more dialogue than the, the entirety of the games, the original <laughs> game. Uh, like Jesse here, you really start getting her personality. You always knew in the original game that she liked Cloud, but here you tell she really likes Cloud. And they start bringing up more relationships. And even Biggs and Wedge start having personalities. It's great seeing these sub-characters get development. And since the game is being divided into, I think, three or four parts, um, which kind of sucks, but if they're getting expanded as much as this demo is expanded, this one scene, then I can see why. Because this is a lot of character development they're doing with minor characters. And it makes the world feel bigger and more expansive. I was one of those people who, when seeing everything I saw the remake, I kept seeing things I didn't like. But play through this demo, I have to say they made me a believer. Um, it's incredibly fun. It's incredibly rewarding to go through. You get a feel for boss fights. You get a feel for normal combat. And it plays incredibly smoothly and well. You're never overwhelmed by any fights. But you can be if you're not paying attention. And I think that's my one problem with it. Is that it is an active, re real-time combat game. And there is no way to put it to the turn-based combat of the original. And that, to me, is the only flaw I've seen. Other than that, the game is, by this demo, is amazing. Absolutely amazing. It does look like, like Idigger, who is like a, kind of a wacky mad scientist in the main game, they look like they've made him a more serious character in this version of the game. That's the only real major plot or character change I seem to have noticed. Um, but just absolutely amazing. And currently, it's only on PS4, at least this demo. Uh, there's already hype behind it. You could find a million videos of it on YouTube. But in my opinion, nothing beats playing it yourself. It's not available for PC yet. I don't know if there are plans to bring it to the PC. But considering Square Enix right now has a history of actually bringing its old games to PC, I cannot but assume it's going to happen. Are you familiar at all with Final Fantasy VII, Mr. Heathen Dog? Not really, no. I was, uh, I was never a huge console person, and uh, when the Final Fantasy series started, I was Sega. I, I had Fantasy Star. Well, this is way after Fantasy Star. I know, but I, after, after the Genesis, I never had another console until I was 24. That's true. That's true. Because this, uh, this came out when, you know, like almost 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what I'll say is this console drools PC rules. I mostly agree with you what else there are three, except for the fact that consoles nowadays are PCs. PC master race. They, consoles are just PCs now. Yeah, pretty much. They're just not as good. But, they're just yeah. much more tightly controlled. Yeah. And a lot of times there are a lot of games that simply aren't available on PC. Mm. So, but that keeps changing more and more. Uh, especially oddly enough with uh, RPGs. Because games that at one time would only be available, like JRPGs that would only be on console, are now also on PC, and sometimes only on PC nowadays, mm -hmm. which is quite a change. But what's also nice is there are actually some pretty heavy JRPG 
purists, like that's their favorite genre, and they only play PC because they can still get all, almost all the games, and then you can mod them, or they're going to look the best, or right. you can change frame rates. And a lot of times the mods are just, you know, character models, but there are some, like, quality life mods you could do. Mm. Yes, you can all see what material they have equipped now, too. Yes, you actually could see it on the people. So, uh, really, just a, uh, just a fantastic demo. Uh, there actually is a hidden uh, victory for the demo. So you got the normal ending, and there's actually a hidden ed- ending for the demo itself. Really? Uh, yes. Huh. There's also, this demo is chock full of stuff. That demo is meant to sell you the game. Like when I played the demo of the original PS1 Final Fantasy VII, it sold me the game. I was going to buy it anyway, probably, but that absolutely sold me the game. This does the same thing. Uh, absolutely sells you the game. You absolutely want to play it after this. All consoles will be assimilated, says 1L73. Final Fantasy is coming on Xbox as well. Uh, but the demo is only on the PlayStation 4. I don't know if that's because of nostalgia and that the original 7 was PlayStation and, the, of course, now you can get it on the Switch if you want it. Or that the original demo was on the PlayStation. That was on a demo disc that came with... Was it Secret Santa or something? Nah, it couldn't be Secret Oh, my nerd credit is being taken from me as I speak because I don't remember what it came with. <laughs> but, uh... I think I got out of a gaming magazine. The whole series on Xbox 2. No idea about Final Fantasy VII Remake, says Duncan Idaho. Uh, I know most of it is on Xbox. I don't know if 7 is, but most of it is available on Xbox. Uh, most of it's available on PC, too. You can go to Steam and play almost all of them now, which is good. But you can see how uh, this is uh, them doing the boss fight with the Scorpion Sentinel. Uh, because i switching between characters... You actually want, during the demo, you learn you need to switch between characters a lot to help build their meters, to help them act optimally. They don't act dumb when you're not controlling them, like getting themselves, like, running into the fire and dying, but they don't build their action meters or use their abilities as well. So, it, it recommends, in the game, switching between them. Like, that's actually a design choice, I think. To encourage you to pop back and forth a lot. Which is smart to do. Um, so, yeah. Fun game. Demo's amazing. It's the best Final Fantasy, modern Final Fantasy game. Because it's an old game. But. Uh, it kicks the hell out of 13 or. Well, 14 is fun, but it's totally different. Or 15. So, uh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Looks amazing. Get the demo. It's free if you have a PlayStation 4. If you don't, I'm pretty sure eventually it'll come to other places. The game gets released April 10th. So, uh. Yeah, this game is going to be on the list. And you could wait to watch Twitch on April 10th, where it will be all Final Fantasy VII from everyone in the universe. Yes, it will. Uh, which is sad, but you know it's going to happen. And that is all I have to say about that. Jay, do you have any questions, Mr. He the Dog? I do not. I mean, it, it does look impressive. And uh, with without having the true turn-based thing, having the super time slow is is a very cinematic and and visceral feeling uh solution to to, to that problem of no no actual turn-based combat right. I, I think it, i think it would really really play and feel good right i'm certain this isn't would. the first game to do that by any means but it, it certainly is implemented incredibly well mm-hmm. and it it's not having it it certainly felt in other games 
And also, unlike Final Fantasy like 13, where you had no control over your damn characters, you basically just say, please do this. Fight this way, guys. Uh, this is nice because you actually have control of your characters, much like Final Fantasy 15. But your spells don't kill your teammates, <laughs> which is nice. Uh, so it seems like Square has definitely learned some lessons. This is a good upgrade of everything they've done in their previous games. And I really am excited to see the expansion of the storyline of Seven. So this looks like it's going to be crazy, and I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah, so that's that. So everyone, if you have a PlayStation 4, download the demo, like like right now. Like now that I'm done talking, download the demo, play it. And if you've already done that, play it again. That's really good. Uh, Doug says that still really seems like they could have fixed that with a patch. Team damage equals zero. Well, yeah. I don't... Yeah, with Final Fantasy 15 where it says, equip a spell on your teammates so they can use them. Okay, great idea. And then they throw the fireball spell and kill the whole party. It's like, um... Um... Didn't say they could aim it. Oh, no, they aimed it directly at the monster, but the AoE kills everyone because you're all next to it hitting it with your swords. It's like, right. wait, and there's no way to turn it off. There's no game setting to, you know, like no AOE or no friendly fire. Nope. And, and I couldn't find a way to make spells that didn't AOE. At least not any of the big spells. All the big spells AOE'd. So I was like, hmm, guess who's never getting magic? Anyone. Except healing. Healing I would do. They could heal. Well, fair. Yeah, AOE heals are always good. That's fine. No, AOE heals don't wait, AOE. Wait. Does it? Oh, they don't? No. I thought, well, maybe they heal the enemy, too. I don't know. No, well, they might. Well, that game's probably. <laughs> but 15 is fun, but it had so many issues. Um, but, yeah. So that's all we have to say about Final Fantasy VII Remake Demo. Not the full game. Demo. Mm -hmm. That's short for demonstration. True. No one else is saying that. That's critical information. Not critical demolition. Information. How did you make it? Doug says, how do you make past, past playtesting? That's my question. You know what? Players need to learn an important lesson about trusting people with fire. That is a question everyone's played the game is asked. Like, why does it work that way? And two, why can't we turn it off? And three, why can't you patch that out? It seems like it would be real easy. And they're like, could we sell you that? No. Then no, we're not doing it. <laughs> But that's a whole, Final Fantasy XV is a whole host of other issues. That, that's a whole, that's a different RNG. If you'd like next week's RNG to be the problems with Final Fantasy XV, let me know in the comments and I will do that for you. Yay! Because there's a lot of them and Heathen Dog likes to be bored while I sit here and talk about the RPGs. <laughs> they could sell at 15 as microtransactions. It does! They stopped making them, Duncan. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Duncan says do it. If I get enough comments, I will do it. I'll talk about Final Fantasy 15 problems next week. You know what? Let's just pencil that in. Garthon complains wrong. about Final Fantasy 15. There, there it is. That's easy 10 minutes I could do. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed this RNG segment about Final Fantasy 7 demo. So what do you think of this segment? You thought it was awesome. You thought it was awesome. What are your thoughts on Final Fantasy VII's demo? Do you think that it should, be, should have been released on all the consoles and you're mad that it wasn't because all you own is a Neo Geo Pocket Color and you wonder why your demo's out there, damn it? If that's true, 
We need to have a little talk. Is there any nerd tops you'd like us to discuss? And if there are other random statements, make sure to like and share this video with other your fellow nerds, because sharing is caring. And don't you care, damn it? You should care. How dare you? Subscribe to Lisa Myth for anime, comics, and games. And come back next week for the RG where I complain about Final Fantasy XV, because that's topical, baby. Yeah. A legionnaire. And now the time has come, my friend. The, the end, end is near. For the end. This is the we end. Got to go to bed now. The end <laughs> of the segment, my friend. The end. Next time, the 14th of March, 2020. Is that St. Patrick's Day? No? Is it? I don't know. I thought I thought that's in April. Is that the Ides of March? I don't know what anything is. All right, start spreading the news. Share this video. Garth will talk about the new Red Sonia. Star Trek Adventures, The System, Part 2, from Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma. And we're going to be right. giving away Little Nightmares, a dark puzzle atmospheric game. Very positive reviews. Ten people enter. One person win. Yes. That, that's for the RNG, not the game. That's not what Little Nightmares is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's you guys. Be there. Right. Streaming schedule. The Legion Myth Prime. That's Legion. That's twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Sunday, 9 p.m. Lunar Silver Star Story at Garthon's Retrocade. I still added Cade to it. Makes it sound cooler. Monday. I, I think it works. I think it works. Thank you. Thank you. Monday and Wednesday, 11 a.m. Seven Days to Die. Eat the dog. And Legion members. Cheris, my fault. Well, not my fault anymore. Oh, she that's got right. a new job. You got a job. Changed hours. I just, I saw it listed. Sheriff's! I know. Other people. Sauce Mouse? Nope. Just me and Sheriff's so far. Oh, All alone. Big Sausage Fest. Big Sausage Fest. <laughs> the biggest sausage on the internet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't put that out there. It's like Wisconsin. <laughs> That's cheese. Cheese and sausage. <laughs> oh, cheese and sausage. Okay. 8 p.m. Dead by Daylight. My fault. Sheriff's heathen dog. Not Garthon. Sauce Mouse. Gotcha. That's right. Thursday. Far less cheating than Thursday. Well, we'll see. Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Dead by Daylight. Garthon and Heathen Dog team up for that one. Where we laugh, we cry, we encounter cheating MMFers. <laughs> yeah. And we report we, them we like... And oh. we report them like the snitches that oh, we are. Oh, man, we squeal like little piggies all the way to Mama's house, I tell you. <laughs> Friday, 11 a.m., Deep Rock Galactic. He the dog, Max Leo. Cybel uh, streams it. We'll talk about that. Dwarves in space, my friends. Saturday, 8 p.m., he's with live stream. You should know that. That's the place to be. Anyway, anyway comics, games, right giveaways. Streaming schedule, Legion Myth 2, twitch.tv slash Legion Myth 2, the dudes. Wednesday, 11 a.m., you're the JRPG continues, where Max Lai is playing Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. Uh, if you want to play the Kiseki series, there's only 10 more games in it. <laughs> That's funny. You got the Trails in the Sky series, then you got the Crossbell series, and then you got the Trails of Cold Steel series. So yeah, it's about 10 games. Yeah, two trilogies, and there's four right now in Trails of Cold Steel. Great games! I look forward to actually finishing them all by, Jan by December. You better. It's March, right? 
Yeah, he could he could do it. Thursday, 11 a.m. Port Noro, Max Leo, Portal Knights, Team Up, Adventure, Excitement, Betrayal. Friday, 11 a.m. Simulcast with Heathen Dog on Legion Myth 1. Just Legion Myth, there's no one there. Legion Deep Rock Galactic at 11 a.m. Be there for that. Twitch.tv slash Legion Myth. It's our Legion Myth Prime channel. It's our primary access channel with anime, comic, and game reviews, Heathen Dogs, Team Ups, Garthons, Retro Games, and other such type of excitements and enjoyment. Be there and join us for that. Legion Myth 2 is The Deuce, the secondary channel where Max does his things, the Earth JRPG. Norris Variety Streams, so for every thousand bits to get, they have a giveaway. Rock wonders if Final Fantasy X Part 2 would cause Max to lose his mind. He probably just wouldn't enjoy it very much. He'd be very annoyed the whole time. Like, why is the little girl talking again? Why are they dressed like strippers? Why is that one now a casino Why are they dressed girl? like strippers? That's what he asks about any JRP, anything. Pretty much. <laughs> why are they well, dressed actually, like strippers? Well, actually, the trail series is good because most people aren't dressed like strippers. They're all dressed like they're in the military. Or like they're farmers. Impractical farmers. YouTube.com slash Legion Myth. Individual Legion Myth weekly live stream segments, highlighted video game streams, and recorded tabletop RPG videos. Tweet us at Legion Myth on the Twitter. We'll tweet us. We'll tweet you. It'll be fun. Have a little tweet storm. Video live stream announcements. Giveaway updates. On Discord. Join us our Discord server on... Chat with us. Be the first to know. Uh, we do chat there and hang out with people, so you should do that too. It's fun. We'll all chill together. And don't forget to get our gear. Impress your friends. Intimidate your enemies. Find love in your Legion of gear at shop.spreadshirt.com. What better way to say I love you than with the gift of Legion of branded spatula? Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. We really do appreciate you. Psh, buy, a, buy a sticker, damn it. Oh, okay. Well, you buy a sticker and a spatula, they'll mark it up by 10. I mean, shoot, that was live. Damn it. Don't mark it up. Mark it down. I mean, leave it the same price and sell it to our people. And we will not make profit on $30 spatulas. Gary Sounds M. legit. <laughs> Brian H. Sheris. Zahn. Jimmy Jen. Thank you so much for your patronage, for your support. For your cheers, for your gift subscriptions, we really do appreciate your support that keeps us going, able to keep this happening. We really, really, really do appreciate it. Thank you to our subscribers, followers, and viewers. Hope to see you again next time. Where I tease a couple things we're doing next week. It'll be fun. It's always nice to see you guys. Remember, everyone, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great diurnal anomaly.